Hey everybody, just want to thank everybody for listening to today's episode. Just an FYI as you're getting into this episode, it is a two-part episode. And uh, Thursday when I recorded the uh, beginning episode, um, I was still recovering from a cold. Uh, a cold, not COVID. Um, but, uh, you know, and still pretty tired from the uh, whole week uh, coming back from uh, the world's trip. So uh, if my energy level seems a little bit low, uh, that is why uh, it is, should not be reflective of my enthusiasm of bringing uh, the world's content uh, recap to everyone. Uh, it was a great trip, lots of fun, um, but uh, real life uh, sometimes butts its head in and uh, we didn't want to delay recording any further as we were all super excited about uh, the wins that everyone had and every the spectacular performance and lots of fun that we had. Without further ado, enjoy Clickstaff. Welcome to Clickstaff, brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe out of Huntsville, Alabama. Check them out at luckydicecafe.com. And now for your hosts, Daniel Powell, Jason Alvey, Alex Coons, and Tyler Spees. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Clickstaff today. This is your host, Daniel Powell, speaking. Just want to let everybody know Clickstaff is brought to you by Trollandtoad.com the world's largest HeroClix retailer. Find HeroClix new and old on trollandtoad.com and use coupon code CLICKSTOFF for 5% off your HeroClix order. If you like what you're hearing today on CLICKSTOFF, check us out patreon.com forward slash CLICKSTOFF and dollar and above gets entered into our monthly giveaways. $5 and above gets entered into our uh, Discord server and channel for uh, Patreons for uh, HeroClix strategy and tactics discussion. The giveaway this month of September, which is nearly over, is a $50 web credit uh, to Troll and Toad. Um, so, uh, joining me today, well, it's just me today uh, from the crew. Um, since Azareth is technically not a full time host but sort of a full-time host. Um, we have the team world champion starting off with uh, Azra Strife. Hey. Um, and uh, TJ Willer. Hey, guys. And lastly but not leastly, uh, Tony Bruno. Oh. Well, we don't talk about him. Yeah. We don't talk about him. So... Um, <laughs> <laughs> in that awkward lead up to introducing uh see I don't know what happens I don't have Alex I don't have good segues um <laughs> so in that awkward lead up you do have your 2022 HeroClix team sealed world champions we don't talk about Bruno congratulations guys thank you thank you thank you it's funny. We all actually in our in our group chat between the three of us, we all just said yesterday that it finally started to hit us. <laughs> definitely. Well, it definitely hit me um, because the um, the um, uh, presentation stuff. Like, I don't have. I have no idea what they said. <laughs> no, no clue. Not a not a tiniest clue what they said. 
uh, because I... about the fan appreciation event, right? Yeah, I was, I was like in a daze the entire the Damn. entire way. Like, Damn. Right. So like, but like for us, it's like uh, I'd say for uh, Tony and I, like we need to remember what they said because we've got to talk about it, or we're going to be talking about yep. it. So, um, but uh, that that we can talk a little bit about that today. Um, there's really not an agenda for today. We just want to talk about um, worlds, and there's, there's a lot, there's lots of stuff to talk about from worlds. So, um, yeah. So Tony. Um, what I found interesting, Brian said this, and uh, this was something that I hadn't thought about, but was pretty cool. You brought the first world championship home to Team Pusheen. Yes, I did. Yes. Uh, um, yeah. No, I'm I'm really excited about that. I mean, uh, Team Pusheen is a is a you know really um we're really cl- like a close knit um, group and. Um, you know, we have Kenny Pena, who's won national Canadian nationals and national. I, I'm not sure what he's placed in, in in different tournaments, but he's obviously he's done well. Um, Brian Galley, you know, he's obviously done well. Um, so you know, we yeah. have a lot of a so, lot of good players on Pusheen, Kenji Kenji Kenshiro. Yeah. Um, so but, yeah, um, y'all. Uh, so um, um, Kenny went uh, immediately back to back in 2014, uh, I think. Uh, maybe it was 2015. I think it was 2015. Um, no, it was 14 because it was Nick Fury set. Anyways, uh, Kenny went back to back. He was U.S. and um, Canadian national champion with the same team within the span of about four weeks. Um, and then I think it was 2015 or 2016, Kenji won the Canadian national championship. Those are the three big ones that I'm aware of that y'all have won. Um, so yeah, very, uh, you know, a very much star studded team. Yeah. And also at our store, I mean, this is not team Pusheen, but on our, at our store that we play at in Jersey, we also play with Ed and Isaac. So, you know, we have a pretty competitive, um, scene in New Jersey. Yeah. I'm glad so. I don't have to play slop with y'all. Dude, that sounds like a <laughs> every single week. Yeah. Sure it does. All right, it's casual night. Um, I'm playing my Batman family versus Isaac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds miserable. Right. Probably not miserable, but uh, it's probably a, definitely a very high, probably one of the high, yeah very high skilled venues in the in the country. But they're they're all good people, so like I really and really enjoy playing with them. Right. Um, so, um, and also. Tony, you do the uh, Coffee and Clicks podcast and YouTube uh, channel as well. So, uh, so I guess that means that you were the only. Now that I was thinking about, it, I was thinking about it on the walk in the upstairs here. You were the only Team Pusheen member that competed this year. Correct. Well, no, not not correct. Actually, not correct. Aries Edge competed this year oh aries okay he he did aries is he, part of team machine gotcha did he do team sealed or did he do singles as well he did both i think okay gotcha <coughs> um i was not uh not aware of that so well i was i was like well tony definitely did i was like i couldn't think of who else did so um all right well let's just get into some questions for y'all right and then we'll kind of just see where the conversation takes us how about that um, so, um, the first question comes from the aforementioned Kenny Pena. Uh, what figure would the three of y'all agreed to make if that prize was still included? 
We actually talked about this. Yeah, we talked about it. Um, so TJ, TJ and I had actually talked about it. Um, what was it Saturday night? Um, yeah, we were just kind of chilling the ho- in the hotel room, and TJ and I are both big Gambit fans. Um, and so we were like, "Hey, what if like we could convince Tony if we got the chance to actually make a figure if we did like a pre Mister Sinister Gambit?" Like, one that's actually, like, really powerful and has very interesting powers around, like, speed control. Um, and then we pitched it to Tony. I would go with that. I would go along with that, too. Like, I, I, I didn't want to... I don't want to be, like, the uh, the lone dissenter, I guess, of the group. So, like, if, if they if they really liked Gambit, I would go along with that. The only other idea I had was um, King Thanos from the Thanos Wind series with where he's, like, he's got the pet Hulk. Um, I thought that was a cool idea. Um, but I think, um, the, the Gambit, Gambit sounds cool. Um, I think that would be a cool idea with the Gambit pre-Sinister. Um, I actually was on, on my commute home today, um, and I was thinking of, like, powers that Gambit could have. Like, maybe something with, like, tarot cards, because, like, you, you, it could be, like, um, like, uh, you know, like, are, are these, like, like a power that's called, like, like, are these are these cl- are these paint playing cards or I don't know like <laughs> where where yeah, he like, picks a tarot card out of the deck or something and then like I don't know but there I, uh... I know ooh so yeah, yeah I like that from a uh, like he picks up a tarot card uh... okay, the power can be called an ace up my sleeve yeah like... something up my sleeve or something like that right yeah like. Where he picks a tarot card and then you remove it from the game after you after you pick it or something like that. Um, I don't know. Right. Or yeah. um, like uh, doing the um, the kinetic ability to the card, um, like uh, you know you destroy a card um, for like five victories. And you get stat bumps. Or like yeah, or you just deal damage to a character or make a make a free attack or something um, along yeah. those lines. I know. I know. I specifically wanted him in that that version of him to do something around um affecting character speed uh speed values oh yeah because specifically energy. yeah because yeah, pre-mr sinister gambit his power is literally control over kinetic energy including inside people he could time stop people he could also haste them yeah like gambit pre-mr sinister is no joke no, he's like an Omega level, level mutant before before uh, before Sinister, right? He's like Omega level. Yeah, yeah he went yeah. to Mr. Sinister and said, "Yo, I'm too powerful. You need to make me weaker, please." <laughs> yeah, so I think that would be cool. I think I think I think we could work on something with him. Like I don't know. I still have my fingers crossed. You know, maybe WizKids changes their mind or something. So yeah, at least make, lets us do something. I would love to make a map. Like I would love to even make a map where like we do like clicked off coffee house or something like that right like (laughs) yeah that'd be awesome yeah like that would be cool right like you know um yeah no i that'd be that would be totally cool um but uh yeah i think um you know i did mention that to WizKids after the fan appreciation uh presentation i was like look this might seem a little self-serving at this point considering my, <laughs> considering my teammates won but it was like why why did why was this forgotten why was this not added for team worlds and i don't actually know why they did that 
to be honest with you, in the first place. Well, I, 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 you know, I tell you, the explanation that I got um, was they forgot. Um, and then didn't want to retroactively add I it back. I didn't get an explanation beyond that, so I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. So, um, If anybody from Wizkid is listening, it is a little disappointing. Yes. Um, so, you know, I would say this. There, I would just remind folks, if they are listening from WizKids, is that there are a laundry list of very extremely positive things that came out of Worlds, just to be clear. Absolutely. Uh, so the negative things we mention are not meant to cast a shadow on um, the uh, the positive yeah. things. And, so. and that's why I wanted to specify, like, I'm not mad. Like, we're not mad. We're not, like, throwing, throwing fits. We're just a little disappointed. Right. Um, at least you did get plaques. Yep, sure did. So, yeah. um, and y'all get to be the uh, first three months in the Clickstaff um, Men of Heroclix calendar. Um, <laughs> Ooh, so. let's go. Say no more on prizing. Right, yeah, yeah. So, um, with only the plaque in the photo. So, yeah, we, we talked about that too. <laughs> so, um, oh boy. TJ's like, I've already, I've already sent that out. That's on my Tinder. He's already submitted. The, the prints are done. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I went to Walmart and printed it on a quilt. <laughs> oh man. God, so, um, Next through next question here. All right, so Matthew Gronheide, can you describe how you made your three teams and decided which player would play which force? <laughs> how much of your process was advanced practice, and how much was determined in the moment? So, so Tony, I, I did hear from the guys that you were putting them like, like through the paces, right? Like you were you were saying, you know, let's model this, model that, take a look at this, build these teams. What do you think of that? Um, so in saying that you put them through the ringer, um, what was in your brick? Like, which brick did y'all get? Uh, what were your three teams? And then to Matthew's question, how did you, uh, how did y'all line all that out team building wise? Well, I mean, like ahead of time, I was kind of messaging TJ and Azareth, just like trying to anticipate what we were going to pull. But like, I didn't really anticipate it a hundred percent correctly. Like, I just thought we were going to pull either X-Men or, I guess, robots or I don't know what the other thing I was anticipating. Maybe, maybe depending on what chase we pulled, but you can't really predict that. So, um, so we ended up pulling a lot of, like, good X-Men to, to build X-Men teams, which I, I guess was kind of predictable because X-Men is the best keyword in the set. So, um, yeah. And then, like, and the, with, with with Robot, you can't really build Robot unless you have um, Arcade for the leadership, so... Or more than one Danger Room construct, because we only got one. Yeah, we only got one. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah. But, um... Yeah. We built three X-Men theme teams if I had used a different piece than White Priest. Yeah. So, yeah, to, to, to answer the first question, so we got the uh, brick that our chase was Blink... Um, and our super rares were um, Captain Britain, um, Monarch, and Garbage. Yeah. Um, which was Red Root. Red Root. Uh, we didn't have a prime. That also answers the question that was a little bit later of which piece did you throw to the side? 
Yeah, Red Root. Never left the package. You know, I, I think Red Root's. I think Red Root's a good piece. I just think none of us really have been have any experience using it, and like, like the, it would have. I think specifically putting him on TJ's team on the mystical team would have made the mystical team significantly worse. Okay. Um. So yeah, we we ended up playing two X Men teams and a mystical team. Um, I felt confident enough in my abilities when we pulled the blink. I already kind of knew what she did. I was like, I'll play her. I feel like I can play her well enough. My first two rounds said differently. Um, <laughs> um, and then Tony was just like, I'm building X-Men. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, my and, team and was... TJ... Yeah, TJ had Mystical. Yeah, TJ just grabbed the grabbed the piece and said, I'm doing my own thing. And he built a really good Mystical team. <laughs> yeah, we didn't really like we didn't really assign teams to each player. We didn't like say you get the worst team, you get the best team. We didn't do any of that. We just tried we all three of us tried to build teams that we were comfortable with that we liked. And uh yeah. it kind of just and, worked out. And I did I did our team worlds uh episode for JSA. So I had a really good grasp on like figures that I was specifically looking for. Um so like I ended up playing two on two of the common storms. That ended up just being insane. Yeah, Storm's insane. He's she's really great. Yeah. But I was looking at your team, Azareth. Like, what what were you using to deal damage on that team? Because like blink, just blink, <laughs> right? Uh, blink the storms because they can knock. Like they they're three damage. That's um, true. And and Peeper has shield, and then Jean Grey has empower. So yeah. I was able to get damage on, and there's not a ton of reducers in the set. So I was able to just kind of get get damage through i had a really well-balanced team i had like two perplexes and outwit uh, or t possibly two perplexes possibly two outwits a prob i had two range attackers i had rogue for close attacking um i, I had enhancement i had i had a lot of stuff just well leadership just like a well-balanced team so mine was like extremely well-balanced i had i had magic to carry everybody around and then TJ had the... I, I think TJ's team actually was the best of, of all three I, of them. I think so, too. Because I played uh, Captain Britain, the Rare Wolverine, the Common Magic to carry everybody around, White Priestess, Danny Moonstar. So everyone else's team was also my team. Yep. And uh, we had Storm in there because we, for some reason, thought Storm was mystical. <laughs> and we threw Monarch to the side because we're like, well, Monarch's bad. And then the last minute, I'm writing the build sheet out, and I'm like, oh, Storm's not mystical. I guess I'm playing Monarch. Yeah, and I had to, like, finagle fitting of the second Storm on my team. But it ended up being that Monarch's really handy sometimes. Yeah, he did work for you. You, you, you definitely proved me wrong on that one, because I was the one that said he was trash. He definitely was well worth his fifty points. Yeah, what uh, what did he bring? Because we pulled Monarch in hours, and we were like, "Yeah, Monarch's trash," and just he went to my sideline for a recruiter, and I never used him. So he could just put the barrier marker down within his range anywhere. So that was huge a few times, but also being able to take away barrier end up being super clutch just the one square gets me in there with wolverine or captain britain and you ended up playing at least one mid mad jim jaspers team right at least one i played against the mad jim jaspers lady roma team yeah 
that was uh, rough. But every time he puts his barriers down, I get the ability to take him away again. Yep. I didn't play was... much. I didn't play against much barrier on my for personally. I didn't either. And Monarch um, also has Empower and Pulse. Yeah. Breath. And he was big for you against I the two games against Isaac, right? Oh yeah. Without him, there's there's no chance against Isaac's team. So you you've ended up beating Isaac twice, right? Yeah, I, I, we played the four points in round one, and I beat Isaac, which uh, did not expect at all. That's what we said. Which isn't an accomplishment in and of itself, right? And then we played uh, four points again in top cut. Yeah, top eight, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, which we lost to them in round one, and yes. then beat yeah. them in top eight. So who was the deciding factor there? So TJ, did you won again, and then who... it has flipped. Top eight was me. I was the deciding factor against Scott, and I and I won by I won by five points. Yeah, I lost to Ed both times that we matched up. That was the only person I lost to the entire tournament was Ed. Right, but I I mean he he's Ed so. <laughs> Yeah, and so I you, uh, you, I beat, you straight I so y'all you straight wiped the whole time, Tony. I went six and two, and the two games I lost were against Ed. We're both to Ed. That's um, that's really impressive. So, uh, you were six and two, TJ. What did you end up with? Ended up five and three. Okay, and then uh, and, as... and I also ended up in five and three. Um, yeah, big shout out to these two, by the way. For the first two rounds, um, I, I mean, we lost the first round, but the second round, they carried the ass. Um, literally, after round two, I lost again, and TJ looked at me. He's like, you're playing that team like Thanos. That's not your play style. Stop it. And, like, just a switch just flicked. And, like, I immediately just started playing more aggressively, and that's how that team works. <laughs> gotcha. Um... Barnstable wants to know what was your uh, individually what was your hardest matchup of the day that you won. Ooh, I'll let you guys go first. Oh, that we that I won. Oh, that's got to be Isaac's team just because of how well he played it and it was planned out. Because uh, yeah. he was playing recruiter Cyclops, and then he also had the rare Magneto. He had Peepers. It was just a lot to deal with, and if you, you kill something, then you have to deal with whatever he decides to bring in. Oh, I tell you, I just I'm I'm already like a little bit uh, I don't know if the word's jealous, but we did not even get a magneto in our brick. Um, Sam and Jason and I. Oof. Yeah. That's that's rough. Yeah. So I don't I don't feel so bad. Like I, I'm hearing what y'all played against, and you know what did well, and. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I guess we, we probably could have built a little bit better out of our brick. But uh, I don't feel so bad. I, I, I just I just don't feel so bad. Yeah, but the, the top four I played against the Saturnine Chase, and I had no chance. It was over within ten minutes. I knew I had no chance to win that game. Literally, me and TJ sit down. I see what he's playing against. We look at each other like, you lose, right? So you did lose to the Saturnine Chase. Uh, so Fandily. Uh, yeah, but, I, me, but me and Tony carried him that round. Yeah, yeah, we all we all came through for each other when it need when we needed to. That was just like the best, yep. the, the big thing for. Agreed. 
Uh, Tony, uh, what was your what was your hardest matchup? So I had a, a couple of hard matchups. I mean, I obviously Ed his team was his team was uh was the White Sword and um and the the Danger Room Apocalypse and Wizkid and like just non theme. So he would just come up and base me and then just like flurry me with White Sword, and so that was tough. Um. And he beat me both times. And then uh, also, um, obviously Lucas at the, the last match up. Um, I mean, I was very fortunate because I made a mistake. I came up too close, and he could have one-shotted my Cyclops, um, but he missed like four times. He like theme propped it three times, and he missed all four times. Uh, yeah, he needed a seven. Needed, he needed a seven. He missed it four times. And then I came in and went up on points, um, you know, because then I had, that was my chance. So I went up on points and then I just kind of tried to held, hold on for dear, dear life <laughs> as, uh, you know, hoping he doesn't come back. You know, I was trying to stay up on points, but he was coming back because then he started calling in, uh, he calling, he called, called in Honey Badger with, uh, with the um, recruiter, recruiter trait with Cyclops. He, he, and then he brought in Honey Badger, started eating up my my figures and it was just really close I, I think i beat him by like 20 points but then like actually it was like 10 technically points. it was five technically it was five <laughs> points because i forgot to drop my object yeah they didn't score the sword bear trait and tony forgot to put his sword on the map um so, so i thought about recruiting in honey badger on my team but once i, I realized later that you don't get the jonathan bystander Oh, you don't? He got. He used it. Uh, oh no! So no. isn't it when she starts the game? No, it's just at the beginning of the game. Generated Jonathan. Oh. Um. Another tough matchup I had though was against Lionel Clark. Um. He had a. He had a. Um. A non-theme team with two danger room constructs, and a bunch of range attackers like Cable and Magneto. And then he he put me on negative zone map uh, because he won map. And then um, and then I had to try to stay away from him basing me. Um, and like at the very end of the game, um, I outwitted his plasticity on Mystique, and he tried to break away and failed his breakaway roll. And then I was able to um, KO his Cora, the Burning Heart. Or, or what I think that's her name. Cora of the Burning Heart. Yeah, so I was able to KO her to go up on points at last action, like exactly like buzzer beater on on last action. I went up on points to to win that game. So oh wow, um, that was really crazy that game. Um, now Tony, so were you aware in the final matchup um, that you had to win? Like, did, were you were you aware of that in the moment? I was at the last like five or so ten bad. minutes. I was at like the I, five or last, last five or ten minutes. I like looked at TJ and he's like, "You need to win this." And I'm like, "Okay." Yeah, I was worried that you heard me and TJ talking about like about how we did. Well, my wife, my wife was in the room and she didn't want me to know she was there because she didn't want to distract me. Yep. Um, she so she 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 didn't come up to me until after the game was over, but. I didn't even know she was in the room because, you know, she was hanging out in the hotel or whatever. And then, like, um, 
she, she told me, she's like, I didn't want to distract you. I didn't want to, like, I knew that I would throw you off your game if, like, you saw me. So. Yeah, she was, uh, she was talking to, to Sam, um, and she was, like, she was being a ninja back there. She was, like, staying, like, in your rear, like, what would you call it? About 120 degrees. The blind spot. Yeah, you're like 120 degrees that you can't see behind you. Uh, she was staying yep. in that uh, in that perif, that anti perif. Yeah. And and I couldn't I couldn't sit still. I was I was all over the place. Yeah, it was so it was pretty wild. Um, so Patrick Booth wants to know: Was there anything uh, that you? Played? Oh, I didn't. I didn't talk about my. my oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead, as go ahead. Uh, so the two matchups that I can recall that were very difficult was one top eight, well, both games against Scott, but the one that I won was in top eight, uh, beating him by five points. He, um, he had a Hope Summers Bay of the Blood Moon. I ended up winning Matt both times, taking the negative zone. Uh, he advances, uh, the second game I was able to alter my strategy and make sure I killed Bishop first to take away the outlet. He retorted by killing my storm and ran away. Um, and what he didn't expect is for me to just literally TK out Blink and fling her across the map um, to hit Bay of the Blood Moon for for two to take her off Hypersonic. Um, and then we just fought from there. And literally because I scored the sword and the sword bear trait from Bay, and I don't have sword bear on any of my figures, I, uh, I got the win by five points. And then uh, top... 16 was I played against the full Merlin and he had green priestess and Merlin left and I'm looking at points he had killed my blink I called in Cora the burning heart through recruiter to kill his Captain Britain rogue and I look at him I'm like math is correct I kill green priestess and you can't run away anymore right and he's like I agree killed green priestess and I ran <laughs> I ran to reset and then with double storm Merlin is never attacking for the rest of the game yeah, yeah. Thank you for that, by the way, as. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, this storm knocks you back into the room, and then this storm knocks you back so that you can't ever get line of fire, uh, and then and then they run away. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. I almost killed that Merlin too. I would have killed him uh, if I had one more turn. Same here. Same here. <laughs> Same here. I was not afforded that opportunity, though. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. So, um, so was there any strangely constructed teams that you saw in sealed? I feel like I don't, I don't, I don't think not really. I, I don't think we saw anything really strangely constructed. I think with it being a brick, um, the teams that I think that I saw were all pretty standard to what I was going to expect. Right. Joe, you, Tony, um, Tony, as or Tony TJ, y'all see anything? Yeah, I don't think I saw anything strange. I mean, like, um, there was a couple of non-theme. There were a couple of theme teams. I mean, I don't know. I mean, nothing out of the ordinary. The only chase I came up against was the white sword. Um, I don't know, TJ or Azeroth, did, what other chases did you guys face? Uh, I didn't play against the single chase. Well, I played uh, Saturnine in top four, and that was didn't go well. But in the second round, the guy had Lady Roma and Mad and Mad Jim. 
How was Lady Roma? Did she do well, or was she well, like? <laughs> DJ lost map. When you lose map, it's rough. But then when you go base her with the rare Wolverine, that who cares if he dies? Is yeah. he coming back? <laughs> uh, it's fine. Okay. Uh, that's not true. I actually I did play against. I played against the Merlin. I forgot. Uh, Merlin didn't do anything, and I I still stand by my fact that Merlin isn't a good figure. Right. <laughs> if, if Lady Roma can't make range attacks, then her. Yeah, uh, that's not good. Yeah. Was it Merlin at full points or Merlin? At yeah, 15? it was. It was full point Merlin. Oh, full point Merlin. Yeah, I don't think it was full point Merlin. Full point Captain Britain Rogue, uh, Magic, Green Priestess. Yeah, that's the one that you played against. Yeah, and we both played against yep, that. That's one. the one I played. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I said, with it being a steel brick, um, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary that I would that I wasn't expecting. The only team that I looked at and it didn't track with the rest of the day was the final game and I, he just built like a range attacking team uh it was unthemed, mm. but it was uh double omega sentinels two of the uncommon magic a common magic and cable oh that's right that was the magical team yeah and not mythical I, it was magical yeah and i <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't themed, so I took it to the negative zone where he just couldn't shoot me because I have yeah. two barriers with and such. So I, I got the first hit off, and I would base all of his range attackers. They ended up not playing their Lady Roma. They they left her in the box. That makes sense. Yeah, I yeah. kind of agree with that philosophy. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Adam wants to know, um, what figures did you pull out of your brick that you threw straight into the trash pile and didn't consider playing? Red Root. (laughs) Technically, Red Root and Monarch, but they didn't Monarch Monarch out of the trash pile. (laughs) We're like, wait, 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 where was that landfill? We gotta go get that guy. Yeah, like, I think, I think you all asked me, like, are you comfortable playing Red Root? I'm like, no. And then, like... (laughs) Because neither of us wanted to. Yeah, I, his sword got played. Yeah, I I played Alluvium on Gorgon. Actually, that did well for me one game. I actually used the smoke cloud in awesome. one game, and it was actually helpful. So, but yeah, that was that was the the trash figure was was Red Root. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, if it tells you how our day went, um, we played Red Root. I was going to say, you guys played Red Root. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we, we, went, we, went, we went for the theme team, and um, yeah, mm-mm, no, mm-mm, yeah. We can talk about it. I'm not Obviously, we're not here to talk about my sealed day. I'm just trying to provide some color. <laughs> yeah, provide, provide some color here. 35 um, point Gorgon's not bad though, actually, for with the outweigh. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you went with that suggestion when I was like, I think he's good enough to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I had played. I played that Gorgon in the pre-release. I liked him a lot. He's good. Um, uh, I think Adam also had a had a real question. Or no, the real question that was the real question. That the other was, one was like how many threes, how many roll. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, dice rolls. Well, how many threes? Yeah, there were a lot of threes. <laughs> there were a lot of threes. Yeah. Between the both of us, between the both of us, we more, we were not more getting anything. Yeah. <laughs> So I think we've talked a lot about Clay's Woods question, but y'all are more than welcome to provide any additional color. He says, "I recall." Well, what Clay Woods, Clay Woods' question about like you know how our teams didn't look that great compared to like 
all the chases and stuff. I think we actually did have good teams, though. Like, you did. I, I agree with that, right? Um, At first glance, they don't look that great. Right. Because um, it's just a bunch of... Because the X-Men teams are just a bunch of commons and uncommons. Yeah, it just came down to building the right power sets for each team to make sure you had everything covered. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. from what it sounds like, you did... TJ did lose to Saturnine. It doesn't. Oh, yeah. sa- it doesn't yeah. sound like you played against a Nimrod Prime or a Chase Apog. We didn't. We dodged that. They we got didn't. knocked out the round. The round right. before. Right. Yeah, yeah. We were lucky. We were lucky for that. And yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. Did you? I face, don't think did, we could have beat it. Did you face any summoners? I did. No. Kill oh, I didn't. Oh yeah, Danny Moonstar was huge in that match, right? Yeah. So I I shot the summoner with uh, White Priestess to knock him to his stop click. And then I mind-controlled all of his monsters with Danny Moonstar and killed him with his own friends. Common Thanos. Common Thanos. (laughs) Makes sense. Um, But yeah, I think we should mention that the previous world, the defending team world champions, did pull the Chase Apoch Nimrod Prime Brick. And unfortunately, I don't know, maybe I won't say unfortunately, but uh, um, they lost in top four to the team that y'all beat in finals the uh, phoenix nest team yep. so earlier in the day when i saw that they had pulled that brick i was like i don't know how they don't repeat they they and they i think went undefeated until top four yep who, who was this that maddie it was maddie george and adam they maddie, pulled, george and adam okay they pulled the chase aproc nimrod prime nimrod brick. prime which is like pulling the nuts, right? And you know what's funny is that I don't think I heard anywhere else in the room that that brick was pulled either. Nope. I don't. I didn't either. I I went up to Maddie, like we were just we were just chatting in between rounds, and like he's like, "What'd you pull?" I'm like, "This," and he's like, "I'm like, what'd you pull?" And he's like, "Crazy stuff." And like he was just like telling me all this like stuff that he pulled. And I was yeah. Like, Oh, okay, that's really good. But um yeah. <clears throat> yeah, oddly enough there was a the, the the finals set was um Chase Blink was the highest rarity, um and the most powerful like quote unquote figure by rarity. That's it. Because yeah. Joe had Mad Jim Jaspers and then everybody else was just like Super rares. Was he sidelining out equipment with Mad Jim? Uh, I don't remember if he did. It didn't come up. Okay. It was just a barrier piece, basically. Yeah, it was a really good barrier perplex piece. So, uh, Paul Cote wants to know the final matches. Um, so, if I recall correctly, as you lost, TJ, you won, and then Tony, you won. Um, yeah. Last. So, uh, so and far. My game was over first. Yeah. So, so far <laughs> in Team Worlds, I don't believe there's ever been a definitive win. Not that I know. I don't think it's gone win win. I think it's always been win loss, and it's always come down to the final game. So, as if you want to talk about your game, um, a little bit, uh, sure. what did you play against? And, um, uh, yeah, so my uh, my game was over first um, because it was against uh, Josafa Alves, um, who 
I love playing Joe. Like, we always have a fun game. And he somehow, in a sealed event, pulled a Joe team, um, which is just unthemed a, a billion attackers. Um, and him and I just sat there and threw haymakers at each other for about 25 minutes until I was dead. <laughs> until I ran out of attackers and he didn't. Um, that was basically how that game went. He moved up. Uh, I went and killed his Madrim Jaspers with Blink. Um, he then came and killed a Storm. Um, and then we just kind of traded pieces, and Rogue just got out of control, and I could not uh, I could not handle it. His team was Rogue, War, Death, uh, Madrim Jaspers, and Jean Grey. And Roulette. Gotcha. TJ? Uh, so I played against the uh, the unthemed Omega Sentinels, Magics, Cable, and Wizkid was there. Uh, for I guess the idea was all the enhancement and blow you up. Uh, yep. But we took him inside to the negative zone, and I shot a wall out when he moved into the middle of the room, and so all of his range attack was based. Um, so it was I got the first hit in, and that kind of decided that game. Since Cable died. Gotcha. And then yeah. uh, that was against that was against Kevin. Yeah, that was yeah, that was Kevin. Gotcha. And, and then, then only Tony can talk about the the game against Lucas because I don't okay. I don't remember anything. Yeah, so so my game with Lucas, um, I won map. Um, I saw he had a range 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 team. His team was very similar to mine. He had Bishop on his team. He had Deadpool, and he had like Magneto and like. Uh, just like it was, a, it was pretty, like he had Cyclops with the recruiter, so I brought him to negative zone, negative zone prison. I moved up to that little room on the side um, of negative zone prison. Um, I didn't realize that with because he had Peeper on his team, so I didn't realize that he was going to like copy shield to everybody and try to hit me. So um, that's that kind of had me um, worried. But he, so he, um, he, I moved up, perplex, perplex up defense, whatever. He, um, he is calculating how he can blow up a, a square of blocking. He, he blows up a square of blocking with the, the shield TA to, to up his range. Um, he, he copies t shield TA with like Deadpool and I think, uh, one of his other wild cards. And then he's, uh, he has enhancement with Magneto. Or enhancement with somebody, I forget. Um, and then he shoots me. Um, he blows up the wall, so he needs a seven because he's got to get through hindering. Um, misses, misses. Um, theme props, misses. Theme props, misses. Theme props, misses. So he's all out of theme props, which then kind of puts it in my favor a little bit. Um, he uh, then my turn. I. Um, I uh, perplex up speed on rogue by two, um, and then I uh, running shot with no. Then I out. I come up with Gorgon, outwit Magneto's energy shield deflection instead of his special power. I just I just outwit energy shield deflection. Um, I running shot with my Magneto, um, attack attacking his Magneto. Um, put him on click four. Um, I did need a theme prob to do that, so I missed one time. I, I needed a theme prob. Then I running shot with Cyclops, 
um, take out his Magneto. So I KO'd his Magneto. Then I charge with Rogue, uh, seven square charge, take out Peeper, um, then pass turn. Then it was his turn. I felt forget what happened, but then like the next turn, I outwitted uh, Deadpool's super senses and shot at Deadpool with Cyclops and KO'd Cyclops. So sorry, KO'd Deadpool. So I was up by like three figures. Um, but then he he had his Cyclops. He recruited um, Honey Badger and brought in the and I I don't know if it was if, if he was a able to bring in the um, the bystander, but he did. He he had, the, he had the Honey Badger and the bystander. And then, um, well, I mean, basically, I mean, start... he, de he definitively can't or shouldn't have been able to, but it, you know, if he did, then that's it fine. Just, it just yeah, is so, what it, so it then, is. What it is at this point, right? Yeah. So then, so then he started eating up a bunch of my figures with uh, charged blades and stuff like that. Um, and then I was like, I was like, holy crap! Like um, now he's coming back on points. Um, and then it just came down to at the end, like. I went up and based him with roulette and tarot, and he went up and based me with magic, right? Um, and uh, and then like I was trying to KO magic to get up, get up, get higher on points. And I think all he needed was like thirty points to go up on me. Um, and I needed like twenty. I, if I had KO'd magic, I would have been fine. But we were just missing constantly back and forth, and then I was hitting my super senses over and over again with uh with um roulette so um nobody was hitting anything towards the end of the game we were just like stalled like our dice went completely cold so i was up on you, point you guys you guys were giving me an aneurysm i was like i don't know what's happening <laughs> yeah so then by the by like we were just basically trying to hit each other and it could have went either way depending on who hit what but like time was called and i was up on points so it was crazy you were yeah, probably when the, I, most, when, when uh, I'm... the most excited uh last action you probably ever heard yeah <laughs> yeah when when last action got called and me and tj over here lucas saying i think you got it is when me and P me and tj just started kind of losing our minds yeah because, you know, with the recruiter aspect, you can't, like, after we played our game, looking over at your map, it looked like he just had all these pieces left compared to what you had. So we had no Yeah, I thought he was way up. Points. <laughs> but you know, but Tony, Tony pulled it out. Yeah. Because um, the pieces were, were just the recruiter pieces. It was just Honey Badger. And the, he had Honey Badger and he had Bishop still on the board. I didn't touch Bishop, and then he had Honey Badger, and he had the uh, the Jonathan, and I think that was it. And then I had Magneto, Cyclops. Oh no, he had Cyclops too. He had a he had the Recruiter Cyclops that was still on the board. And then I had my Magneto and Cyclops and Roulette and Tarot. So, gotcha. All right, so I think the last question regarding specifically your Team Worlds teams. Uh, James Stover wants to know who was your MVP, and I, I think we've beat around that bush a little bit, but succinctly, your MVP figure on each of your teams, TJ. For me, it has to be Danny Moonstar. Mm -hmm. 
I agree. Yeah, she came up clutch every time I needed her to. Tony, how about you? Uh, it's so hard. Um, I mean, Rogue Rogue is good sometimes, but sometimes she got KO'd. But some sometimes, he, I did get her to to. I she in some games she did like do that vampire dial thing, and get really high and and that was really good. Honestly, I want to say Cyclops because that Cyclops I I never thought he was that good. The six click Cyclops with no defense power that just has range combat expert, but he's actually really good. Like um, the one that's eleven for four on top click. Yeah, like that's nice, right? Like yeah, <laughs> that's not bad. So, yeah, that's really good. And then now, and then I was using him with like the enhancement for Magneto, so like it was like mm-hmm. five damage. It was crazy. Right. So I like I like I think Cyclops takes it there. Uh, then for me, uh, actually, was not Blink. Um, although Blink was very good in like every matchup. Um, it was a tie between Jean Grey, which we all knew was a, a power piece, um, and Storm. Yeah, I would say Double Storm helps out a lot with Blink. Um, uh, yeah, it does. So, um, on so, on top of just being two perplexes, right, right. Um, so let's talk a little bit about. Uh, well, let's answer Emmanuel's question, and I've got some thoughts on this one. With an attendance of 168 players in singles. Um, do you think more players would have participated in teams had the design of figure for first still been in place? Um, I personally don't. I think I, don't I think, think that you guy's had, not being there. I think you had just about as many as you could uh playing in teams. I think it's yeah, one of the large still one of the largest teams events yeah, ever. There were fifty Two teams, right? So uh, 52, 57. 57, I think. Or 57, yeah. yeah. So that's that's, that's more that's than over. That's actually more than singles. That's one hundred and seventy-one players. Yeah, that yeah, was, was that yeah. was more than singles. Well, I, and... I didn't play singles, so that was yeah, one so of the that, that right. So there was no, there was not some overlap there, but um, yeah, I, I think I think you had just about as many. Now, what I think his second question here: What if Avengers Forever was the product for Team Sealed? Um, yeah, that I would see attendance going. Up. Well, so here's the thing: I would like to see the world's team sealed at some point be a brand new set that nobody knows about. I mean, that obviously we like if it was Avengers Forever, you have to make the decisions on the fly now. And also, yeah. they give we us kind of had that in 2019. Kind of. Oh, I like to, I like to practice beforehand. So, I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah, I get it. 2019 was XPPS. We kind of had that. Uh, we knew all the dials and stuff going into that one. That's true. And we only got the six boosters that time, so. Yeah. Yeah, give me give me more sealed brick. By the way, WizKids, if you're listening, um, I'm so glad that you, you made that decision. That was great. Uh, sealed bricks all the way. Yeah, I yes, agree. Sealed, sealed bricks, bricks, great. Sealed mm-hmm. bricks all the way. So. Um, About 30, 30 minutes to build, please. Yes. Yeah, more time, more time to build. Yeah, I feel like we would have not had our third team the way we did if we had a little bit more time to build. Yeah. Um. So. Because yeah, literally, when I was building the sideline for my for my recruiters, it was literally just give me every card that has the X Men keyword, and like, I'm just walking to round one, like just picking cards. I'm, st- I'm still ha- throwing car- 
figures and cards into your hand while we're going. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um. So let's uh, let's hear a little bit of y'all's thoughts on um, the event as it was your second time, and I think TJ and Tony, it was y'all's first time in Memphis. Um, first time in Memphis, second time in Team Worlds for me. I uh, I played in Philly in 2018 with uh, Rena Adams and my brother. Um, that we were we were a team in in uh, in Philly. That was in eight 2018. But this is my my only time in Memphis for for gotcha. sure. And then TJ, this was your first time in Memphis as well. Yeah, that was my first trip to Memphis at all. But uh, definitely think that that setup's great for worlds and keeps it, you know, we're not having to go through a whole convention to experience that. Right. Agreed. Yeah, and so, then, so, nice. so Tony and TJ, what did you, yeah, so Tony, what did you think of the setup at Memphis as a, uh, and maybe even directly compare and contrast it to the one in Philly? Um, so the setup in Memphis, as far as team worlds only, uh, the whole thing? thing, the whole thing, the whole thing. I, don't know I mean, I didn't play the singles event, but, um, the setup in Team Worlds I thought was better than Philly. I thought it was, um, although it was long, I didn't like, I, I feel like I played eight games without like stopping for like food and water. <laughs> like, I think they did break a little, they did break a little bit, but I just, I was, I had a headache towards the end of it. But I mean, like, I think that the, I think the event was well run. I think they did listen listen to the players when they like they asked for more time to build. Um, they were pretty. I mean, I I um, I what, how many rounds were there? Four rounds, and then they cut to the top sixteen. I thought that was pretty yeah. good. Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, like that wasn't bad. Um, in Philly, I forget how many rounds there were, but it was cut to top thirty two. I think, and it was um. I forget. I forget what it was in Philly, but it was I remember four. That it was four rounds. It was four rounds. Yeah, I remember we made the top half. Oh no, in, no, it was five rounds. Philly. It was five rounds in Philly. Yeah, because we all my my team all went four and one. Yeah, it was different in Philly. I forget, but like, um, I know, um, I don't like the way they're doing the battle royales now, like the one hour like slot time slots. Um, I think. That they should go faster. I don't know. Is that what did they do that in Memphis or only in Nationals with the with the battle royales? Uh, you had the you um, had the time slots at Worlds, but yeah, I have heard quite a bit of feedback that the battle royals at they World, seem to go slow. Yeah, and then that people wanted a little bit more time to get set up at BRs, and um, that. Uh, they they would have preferred if they just fired as they filled. That's yeah, that's what I was thinking. Waiting. Yes, yeah. Instead of waiting, I was thinking I would prefer that they fire as they filled. That way you get more in, you know. Because like like I don't know, but that's fine. I did I only did one battle battle rail, but that's that's based on the, my schedule, my timing. I could only fit in one based on what else we were doing. Tony, Tony was too busy winning. I was <laughs> well, well Saturday Saturday actually just like like I don't know I came I came only specifically for Team Worlds because like my wife was with me we were gonna go out in Memphis we went to Beale Street we hung out um so like literally after Team Worlds and like 
the fact that we won, I was just like, I was like, all right, I'm I'm good. Like, let's <laughs> let's go out. Let's go out of Memphis. Let's let's go to Beale Street. Let's go to get some barbecue, and let's just Tony's have like, fun. I'm retiring. Yeah. Going so, out of yeah. So, so that's what that's what me and my wife did on Saturday. I I played one br. And then that's what we did on Saturday, and then and that I mean that's it. But um, I mean I thought it was well run. I thought I I thought the I thought I mean what did you guys think? Uh, yeah, it was it was better than it was in 2019, and I thought 2019 was really good. Yeah, yeah. So they definitely improved on a lot of things uh, for Worlds uh, this year. Um, I think the pandemic had a lot to do with it. Um, some of the hiccups that they had. Um, and I would say um, I they did not expect how many of us were going to be there Thursday. Y'all. Yep. Um, yeah. So uh, we showed up and showed out and showed WizKids that we want to be there and we want to know when Worlds is going to be for 2023. Um, yeah. I think, you know, I know it's not, I know it's probably not going to happen. But if we got the announcements for 2023 Worlds this week, could you imagine how much fanfare there would be to such an announcement? Yeah, mm. it would be it would be amazing, and I think they would see an increase in attendance. Right. I sure. think I think that if they announce it, um, I think that if they announce it by February, the date, they don't have to announce mm-hmm. the schedule, just the date. Yep. I think we could have 200 people in 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 singles. Personally, I'd like to see them do it later in September. I mean, that's just me because I'm a teacher, so it's hard to take off in early September. But like, um, that's just me. Sure. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I don't I agree with yeah. that. But as long as they do the announcement early in the year, yeah. Yeah, that's all that really matters is just when the announcement's going to be. So. Oh, I'm sorry. And who who was on your team for Team Worlds, Dan? Uh, there was so there was my wife Sam and Jason Alvey. Oh yeah, and then how did you do in singles too? Um, so I know Jason. Jason did awesome. He did fourth. He he made fourth place, right? Right. So yeah. So um, as good a time as any to talk about how that's team, a good segue. Yeah, it's a good segue. So just as good as time as any to talk about how Team Clickstaff did. Uh, over the weekend, uh, Thursday's Silver Age event, um, I won it. Um, it was not a world championship. Um, however, um, it is a longer title and uh, more words equal more better, apparently. Uh, so, yeah, I left that being the um, WizKids inaugural Silver Age side event champion at WizKids Worlds 2022. Um, so that was really cool. Yeah, that was really good. I, I enjoyed that event extremely, extremely a lot. And, um, so our team sealed, um, we ended up going, was there four rounds, right? Four rounds or five? Four. Four. Uh, Four rounds. Yeah, we ended up going two and two, uh, and not making the cut. Um, I was three and one on the day. No, we did five rounds. We did five rounds because I'm pretty sure we did five. I don't remember now. No, it was it was four rounds. Yeah, so uh, we were actually at the bubble table 
uh, because the folks that um, y'all played, um, the uh, Merlin team was the team that we faced in the last mm-hmm. round, and we were pretty low at the bottom on making that top 16 teams cut. Um, so that was a bit unfortunate, uh, but Team Clickstoff, along with Coffee and Click slash Poussine, won the world championship, so that was a big deal. Um, and then in singles, uh, I placed in top 16, losing to Isaac. Uh, as placed in top eight, losing to Isaac, and uh, yep. <laughs> Jason made top four, losing to Saul, the, the champion. And by, way, and by the way, congratulations to Saul for winning the 2022 uh, Singles yep. World big, Championship. Big congrats to Saul. So, um, I am still going to, I'm still trying to get, uh, I haven't reached out to Saul yet, but I'm going to work to get I've Saul on the podcast as well. I'm also trying to get him on Coffee and Clicks too. I, I've uh, I've messaged him. He's supposed to get back to me. Sure. Um. So yeah. So overall, it was a great weekend for Team Clickstoff. We walked away with factory sets and Chase and Prime sets and uh, Con Le's and um, you know, um, yep. uh, Plastic Man objects and um, I am very excited uh, for the next few weeks of content. We do get to talk about like. You know how broken the plastic man objects are. How uh, OP uh, Saturnine LE is, um, and uh, talk about Soul Sword, the Soul Sword, and yeah, we got a lot of cool stuff coming up the next few weeks. Um, yep. So I, um, so Tony, did you get to go to Marlowe's? Did you eat at Marlowe's while you were there? No, we went. We ended this place called um, Barbecue Shop on Madison Street. Um, it was recommended by a friend of mine that that uh, plays here, clicks in my local store. Um, we didn't try to. Mar- we didn't try Marlowe's. Marlowe's is the one where they pick you up in the pink Cadillac. Right? It is. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, maybe next time we'll try. We'll try that. But mm-hmm. we didn't. I don't know. <laughs> Marlowe's was so good. It was good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was delicious. Um, um, I don't know if you guys know this too. I want to mention um, when I was in Worlds in 2018, I won the Connect Four Championship. I uh, had no idea. All right, cut. run that. Run that by me again. Oh, what, oh. <laughs> so, so when when we were so we went to Worlds in 2018. This was my first Worlds. And we had like downtime, and and uh, I think it was like on Sunday or something like that. We we didn't really want to play anything. We we just went like my my brother was getting tired. He's like, I'm gonna go to join this Connect Four cha- Connect Four tournament, um, like that they were having at the at PAX, right? And so I was like, I'll join you, and and so I ended up winning the tournament. <laughs> oh my gosh! So clicks the clicks World Championship is just a. Just a f- just afterthought. A just an afterthought just at this point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I was going to say, food-wise, um, we found a new place that no one probably else that listens to the podcast will ever go to. Uh, very, f- I'd say very few people. Um, so on the way home, we go through Dyersburg, Tennessee. Um, okay. So TJ, you probably didn't even go through Dyersburg, did you? No, I didn't. You you go, but you went back through Nashville, right? 
correct. Yep. Yeah, so we stopped in Dyersburg, Tennessee, and for those that remember, they used to host WKOs there in Dyersburg. Um, but we went through town, and we were like, okay, everybody's getting hungry. The truck's kind of getting kind of hangry on me. So I pull off, and there's this place called the Grecian Steakhouse. And I'm like, it's the first place right off the road. And we go there at uh, like 4 o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. They've got like a 4.0 on Yelp. And the parking lot is full at 4 o'clock on a Sunday. Um, and we're like, this place has got to be delicious. Uh, it was like an old school Ponderosa. Um, the, ste- the steak was good. The fish was good. The salad bar was immaculate. Um, so today's Clickstaff recommendation for restaurant is the Grecian Steakhouse in Dyersburg, Tennessee. Um, right. So we are planning on like we kind of want to just go there to just go there uh, like on a day trip now. Um, yeah. So, so, so let me ask you, Dan, like being are you do you live in Tennessee or no, we drove back through Tennessee to get to Kentucky where I, where I live. Okay, but like if you were to pick between Memphis and Nashville, what would be the number one place? Um, see, that one's hard. So like, I definitely feel safer in Nashville. <laughs> um, but uh, as long as we stick to the hotel and the convention center, Memphis was fine. Um, okay. but um, you know, we haven't actually got to explore much of Memphis yet. Um, so like there's the huge Bass Pro Shop in Memphis and, um, I would say probably Tony, I'm ill-equipped to make a good, uh, okay. a good determination on that, on that question. Uh, because yeah, we, we went to, go we ahead. went to Sun Records, Sun Records is, it was, was pretty cool. When we went, the, I mean, the, the place we went to in Memphis, we went to Sun Records, we did barbecue, we did Beale Street, um, we... Obviously, did Graceland. I mean, we only had one day, so that's that's pretty much what we did. I don't know what else. I mean, there's there's other things too, though. Sure. Um, but yeah, like Nashville's got like uh, a huge flea market. You know, they kind of have the competing downtown to Memphis. I would say, even though we haven't been to Memphis downtown, so um, I don't know. I, I'd ha- I would like. We want to go back to Memphis. And because I haven't got to do the tour yet, did did any of y'all do the tour? The Elvis tour? Yeah, yeah, we did it on Sunday when we, right before we left. Then, yeah, I did it on Thursday. So then, TJ, uh, you haven't, you didn't get to do it either. No. So, um, yeah, I I want to go do the tour. So we we are thinking about going back to Memphis during a non-clicks occasion or staying another day uh, the next time to be able to do the tour. So I'll send you like a video because we have like a couple of things we researched on like places to go in Memphis, and there was some pretty cool stuff that popped up. No, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, so but yeah, it was really great. Um, everything was really awesome as far as the setup of the worlds this time. Um, so, uh, a couple of meta questions, uh, for today, uh, Jonah Weichart wants to know, why isn't anyone sick of seeing Iron Man on every other build? 
maybe a change to him needs to happen. Um, Iron Man wasn't on every build. He was only on one in the top eight. Yeah, this was the one that I was that I was like, oh boy, do I have a hot take for you. <laughs> um, plus, yeah, plus he, it's only he, been one set. I mean, they. <clears throat> so in in five rounds of Swift, because I had the buy, in and then top sixteen, top eight, I played one Sakarian Iron Man. Mm-hmm. He's not everywhere, and honestly, like he doesn't need change because there are a multitude of ways of dealing with him. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, and he's he's only come out just like the last set, the Disney Plus. It's only he's only been like a couple months that he's yeah, been out. Yeah, but that shouldn't be a factor on like if if there should be something like in him. But the fact that, he is that he's not really counted, but he is managed by Outwit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, you know, I did, I did see something played, uh, and I played it my first round uh, that we played. The second round of singles uh, was Galactus on Prime Mimic. Yep, and I makes, have seen, I have seen that, and I think, I still think that there might be a place for Galactus on Sakarian Iron Man. Uh, I know that. Prior to Worlds, uh, Nate was testing that specifically so that he could not be out with it. And I'm like, right. makes sense to me. Right. And it actually has a uh, an effect on like the squirrely, like uh, squirrel hole teams, right? The ones that stay back. Yeah. Um, it makes a difference. Yep. Um, so... And Iron Man can effectively use every power on the, on the Herald title. That's right. That's right. I mean, the willpower he can't because he already got it. But I mean, you know, the the phasing and all that other kind of stuff makes makes a lot of sense. Yep. Um. So no, I I, I don't know. Y'all y'all tell me if I'm wrong here, but uh, I I don't think Iron Man needs much of a change at this point. I clearly agree. I think that he's perfectly fine. I think Iron Man's okay. Yeah. Especially with the introductions of the incapacitate card, the mind control card, and legacy Magneto. A lot, a lot of what I do against Iron Man is just come up aggressive against him, you know. Because if you if you move all the way up, then he can't pick up his objects in time, and then he's got to scramble to pick up his objects. Because if you if you if you if you come at your opponent aggress- aggressively, then they don't have time to set things up i mean i mean obviously it's situational but yeah yeah sakari and iron man got you down try out legacy magneto yeah there you go um there you go so what else do y'all want to talk about about worlds um the fan appreciation event i mean what did you guys think about equipment and the changes well, yeah, so right. So I tell you, so Tony, um, we can definitely talk about that. So um, I think for those wondering, we will go do a slide by slide analysis of the fan appreciation uh, event and the announcements. Um, There's some big changes to the game coming. Yeah, there is some big changes coming. So we will do a slide-by-slide with the uh, rest of the guys. But, I mean, we're more than welcome to talk about it with y'all, too. So let me pull up um, the slide real quick um, while I'm doing this. Um, 
So um, oh, we, we could just first. step. Well, how about we just step through some of the slides real quick, and I'll, I'll just talk about it with y'all because the opinions <laughs> that y'all have, folks will want to hear just as much as the opinions of, you know, Tyler, Jason, and Alex. So um, before we get into that, can I can I bring up one topic about worlds? I want to kind of get you guys' input on yeah, before we move on to the the changes. Um, for the people that played in singles, how did you guys feel playing tarot cards? Uh, They're absolutely great for uh, diversity to the game. Yeah, I agree. Every I was going to ask that. Did you guys, because I didn't play in the singles event, Did was there a lot of tarot card usage? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think I had one opponent that didn't play tarot. Um, and and did it feel like it slowed the game down at all, or did it feel like it was, it was a pretty fluid mechanic once you're in person? Feels fluid. Yeah, it seems like everybody was playing the card as soon as you said your turn. Did the tarot cards make a difference? It sure did against me in top okay. eight. Oh. Okay. Yeah, they they definitely can shift the game. Yeah. yeah, they made a difference positively more for me than anything. Now, the only time I they did. affected me negatively was in round six when I played Saul. Um, and then the plus the Queen of Wands and this plus one to Super Senses showed up. And oh all, no! The only thing left on Saul's team was figures with super senses. <laughs> Three um, through six super senses. Yeah, oh, no. I didn't connect with that attack. I figured. Right. I mean, but that I had to go make the play. The only thing left on his team was figures with super senses. Yeah, so, and against me, the only tarot card that that messed me up the whole day was Isaac flipped the exploit card on turn two on his alpha. Literally the perfect time to flip it. Mm-hmm. I walked up right when that was happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I uh, I got blown out by that card. And I'm, I'm not mad about it. Like, that, them, them's the breaks. All right. So, uh, I'm just, so if y'all want to follow along, it is on the Clickstaff Facebook page. Um we posted the slides in order, so I'd like to thank my wife uh, for taking all of the uh, pictures. Um, Thanks, Sam. So, um, so the first slide we got some Avengers Forever um, uh, sculpts, um, and then we got uh, Wong, who has. Um, I guess folks were saying that his powers were from... The power names were from the movie, but it was most definitely not a movie Wong. Mm. So, um, but we can, you know, if it, we can talk... We'll be talking more of that stuff in detail, you know, throughout. Uh, so I'm just looking here. Batman team up. Uh, we get the clay face. Um, I would say the clay face that we got... Um, I hope this is not indicative of the set design. Let me look at sure. it. It's got all plasticity for seven clicks, all invulnerability, and then a special shape change power where he can make the duplicate. Um. So what is I, it? A common? It's this a, is a common. It, it is a common. It is a common. That's right. So, like I said, I'm not gonna make judgment, but uh, I hope. This is not uh, not what we should be seeing. No improved movement, you know. I mean, it's a tie-up piece, I guess. I don't know. 
right? But he doesn't have any way to heal. Um, I don't know. I just... Uh, uh. So, let's, uh, let's... I'm just holding out hope. I'm not going to make any he negative judgment. Keyword, so you can dimensional watch him across the map. That is true. Um, and then the... And, uh, is this the first instance of Batman enemy team ability we've seen in a long time? Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. Which is a great team ability to copy. Uh, that is true. Um, now, the I mean, for sealed, for sealed, he's not bad. I mean, fifty points. He's a pretty big tie-up piece. He's got seven clicks. Right. Um, but yeah, I get what you're saying because, like, he's not like really in it. Like, he's got no moving attack or anything like that. He's just kind of like there. Kind of like there. Yeah. Unavoidable uh, shape change isn't bad. Yeah, that's not bad. That's true. Plus seven clicks of invulnerable. Yeah, all right. Y'all might sell me on him. Um, so, Batman has the um, green rally die for all attack rolls. I, I do like that a lot. And it's a reasonable <laughs> It's a reasonable three. Uh, so, then we got to see some Teen Titans Go stuff. Uh, we got to see the first Teen Titans uh, Go dial with Red Robin. Um, and, by the way, I like on all these photos, if y'all notice, uh, one of the blocks is missing. Um, that was not like a redacted thing. It was just the screen was broke and was missing one of its blocks. Um, <laughs> so, um, that 25 point dial is really good on Robin. Yeah, 25 point leadership is never, never anything bad. Leadership and outwit? Yeah. Well, no, that's, on, that's on the just 50 leadership. point dial, yeah. Well, that so. is a celebrity leadership too. Celebrity needs leadership. Oh my. They don't have... Well, you know, here's the, here, are y'all ready for the funny? Go for it. Robin leadershipping Thanos. <laughs> Get out of here. Right. Well, you know what, guys? Uh, you know, Spider-Man uh, SVAC is almost certainly going to be retired next June. The keyword, yeah, nope. the keyword cheating uh, was going to be missed. And sure. also, I guess maybe maybe some SVAC bricks will become available for less than like six hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, then we got to see some of the um, lantern stuff. Uh, we got to see Dexstar, um, which Dexstar has a really good dial um, for fifty. Um, then lots of constructs, and then I think we get, yeah, okay, so, new equipment rules, skip, skip the equipment dance, um, which I guess is just the equipment, uh, they wanted to increase the utility of equipment, and then reduce the text on equipable characters, um, so, uh, and increase the population of equipable characters. So they showed the Green Lantern ring, which is the key keyword Green Lantern. Willpower, when this character can already use willpower, increase the result by plus one, and then it allows them to generate the constructs. Uh, so it's a power if they don't have the keyword. Um, and then it's free if they do. Free if they do. Um, so we don't get any. Um, we didn't get. We in... see what set that is in. Or... That's in Batman Team Up. Batman Team Up. So okay. we didn't actually get the wording on this specifically. So you can pay. 
how many points to equip a character? I believe it's you just pay the point cost of the object. Okay. And yeah, it's assigned like to a character. Yeah, that that Green Lantern ring is 10 points. So you pay 10 points and assign it to a character, kind of like a possession or something like that. Oh. And then, like, and then also, yeah. if it shares a keyword with the character, then it's free instead if the, of 10 if, points. If the object has the keyword that matches up with the character's keyword. Yeah, then I think it's zero points. Oh my gosh! And you, and and obviously they said you can't switch it between rounds. Correct. Um, but it would be applied. It was, so the it would be on the assigned section of your force of your build sheet. Right. Oh my gosh. Uh, there's going to be a lot to think about once Batman team up comes out, or no. once these new rules go well, into yeah, effect. Once that new rule, I and mean, they said it was going to be coming out with Batman team up. Um, that. I didn't really, I hadn't really thought about all this yet, right? Because I've just been so busy this week. Um, that Mad makes, Jim gets a lot better. Mad Jim gets a lot better, but all the I've just I've done it, and I would I'm just so tired of having to deal with it though. Now I've been I've done it, but the Pog throwing the equipment or my indestructible mm-hmm. equipment getting KO'd, the fact that I can just slap or just stolen. Or just getting stolen, yeah. I, it's it's been such a negative play experience that it's so frustrating that I would my 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 world's team I would have loved to been able to play something else on my team and another object, but I just couldn't do it because I knew it would get stolen. Yeah, equipment is such an interesting an interesting and powerful mechanic to the game. That really brings a lot of like diversity and and like I said, an, an interesting adaptation. That being able to just have safe equipment is very good for the game. And it's it's less punishing if you go second this way now. It yeah, makes yeah, sure. It's away yeah. from the yeah. first player. Also, like I mean, thinking retroactively, like all the heavy equipment that you couldn't equip because unless you needed DK, unless you had DK. Yeah. yeah. So now you could just equip it like the Waldo Arms or Necrosword or whatever. And it also incentivizes now like you don't have to use up your your standard object slots for special equipment. So you have just more objects to work with. Not that that's a huge deal, but that is that is a, a side benefit to that. Right. But it also increases the damage output of the game. Mm-hmm. Which I think is generally good, right? Helps games go faster. Okay. So... Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm just I'm super excited that that's what's going to be like. I'm ready for Batman team up. Okay, we have a whole other set before then. I'm, what, I, what was they talking about with the? Ter- oh, they're also bringing back knockback damage too, right? Right. So they are bringing back knockback damage. We didn't get any idea on what's going to happen with that. Um. Also- like the implement. and now there are terrain tiles, right? Terrain so tiles. I didn't catch that one. I what, so we'll get there. So let's get there first. Um, the next thing that's coming out though in Batman Team Up was the mystery cards. Um, during your Scooby fo- gang Scooby Dooby Doo. During force construction, you may include any number of mystery cards on your sideline. All mystery cards are unique. Each mystery card has a list of keywords and a clue effect. That allows that card to gain clue tokens. When a clue effect is triggered, place a clue token 
on that card. If multiple mystery cards have the same clue effect, you may only place one clue token on one of those cards when that clue effect is triggered. So kind of like Rally Die, um, mm -hmm. well, only one clue can be going. Each mystery card has effects that may be used while the number of clue tokens on that card is equal to or greater than the number listed in parentheses next to that effect. Um, yeah, so every effect has a threshold of clues that need to be found to gain that effect. Right. So, so like if you have like four clues, then you could do this. If you have three clues, you could do mm -hmm. this. Did they, did they unreveal the redacted thing on the thing? They did. Uh, maybe. So when a keywords mystery mystery ink or detective mystery ink, when a friendly character with a listed keyword uses blank to target opposing character after resolution, gain one clue token. Once per turn, when an opposing character uses blank, you may blank. I don't know if we actually got to see. That. I believe it's outwit. Uh, the first one was perplex. I remember. That oh, one. okay. Did they reveal it's it almost later? Almost like a title character, only not a character. Right, except better. Yeah. Yeah. better because um and this is a mechanic that i'm really a fan of because i know a lot of people and myself included are tired of like these free zero point sideline stuff that affects the game but this is actually something that you have to actively work for so far yeah uh, so, uh, at uh, least, we like, from what i am understanding of the mechanic yeah so we didn't get a redact i i, I we didn't get a picture of the redacted version personally uh so I'd the have to... unredacted version right yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, we'd have to go find that if it exists. Um, but that's really cool. I like that. I, I mean, hey, you know what? It is a, a zero-point thing that has map-wide effects. And you know what? If they preview this one, this was Mystery Card 003. Um, I'm going to look here and see how many Mystery Cards um, are in there real quick. Uh, that and, and, like, it, it takes, like, now you might look at a character that has detective difference. Right. How many mystery cards are you allowed to play at once? Uh, well, it'd be, they go on your sideline, so nine max. It'd be nine. Um, I'm looking at the solicit. I'm trying to find... Oh, they didn't copy and paste the solicit. Like they're not unique or anything like that? Or They are. Know. You can only have one of each mystery card. Right. Oh, but so, you, can have, you can have up to nine separate ones. The mini, the mini games include two mystery cards. Um, the booster brick contains eight mystery cards so we'll have a total of 10 mystery cards to move around so if that was mc03 oh, yeah. um so far in the hero clicks world the higher number things have always been more broken accurate so um i will you know uh provide a recent example um Maybe I won't be. Uh, never mind, I won't. Um, but like, but like uh, in XDPS, uh, G zero twenty um, was like one of the last ones at Stark Phoenix. That was one of the last ones we got to see preview. One of the most broken ones. And then very specifically, yep. I remember uh, for Avengers Assemble, Avengers AI. Sorry, there was two of them. AI Groot was the last figure we got to see previewed. And uh, Wolverine ID card was the last one we got to see previewed. Those are very good figures, very good elements. Also, PJ or TJ found the when uses perplex to target an opposing character, gain one clue. If three are on the card, when an opposing character uses shape change, you may re-roll the result 
Oh wow! Ooh. Ooh, which yeah. interacts with so it's like you're you're unmasking, right? I like it. You're unmasking that that villain. I like. He's trying to show that they're they're not they're not the bad guy. It was old man Jenkins all along. Right, but it has to be a detective that uses perplex. The fact Correct. that they use the fact that they use generic keywords there means that there could be something really really good. Right. Like when a like like spoil does have perplex. Well, here's a here's a good here's a good mystery card. Are you re are you guys ready? Okay. Um. All right. Keywords. Cosmic Herald. Clue effect. When a friendly character with a no, this is what I'm making up. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. This okay. is this is my completely made up but completely awesome mystery card. Okay. I can only tell where this is going. Keywords: cosmic herald. Clue effect: When a friendly character with a listed keyword uses mind control, after resolution, after your resolution, uh -huh. use one, gain one clue token, um, and then uh, that would be for three on the suspects, um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or of the clue effect, and then when there's three of them active, um, once per turn, you may remove a clue token when a character attacks. When they attack, they may not use defense powers. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you the real important question here. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's when, that? When did Thanos ever solve a mystery? Oh, uh, he snapped. Yeah. That's not a mystery. That's a that's a problem. He solved a problem, not a mystery. The mystery was the mystery was how were you gonna feed the universe. <laughs> The mystery was, who do I love enough to sacrifice? I hate you both. <laughs> you don't. What were so, you, you going to say? So a question about the mystery cards. I'm looking at them right now on HC Realms. Um, so what are the keywords for? And also, when you spend, do you spend these points? No. These clues? Or do you... I don't think so. I think that just stays on the... Nothing. Yeah, nothing says that you have to spend them. So when it says... Once, the... If you have three and it says once per turn, reroll shape change... You can mm -hmm. do that for the rest of the game. Like... As long as you have gotten that that threshold of clue tokens, correct. And the keywords are specifically the characters that can get you a clue token right. for that mystery. Ooh, so the Lantern Core one that you just sent, um, I assume you're looking at that one, Tony. Uh, TJ sent this in our chat, so. Looking at which which is which, which is, uh, yeah, uh, BTU. This would be MC06, MC... the murder in the city enduring. All right, let me look at that one. Okay. So as detective in Green Lantern Corps, during your turn, when a friendly character with the listed keyword has one or more action tokens removed, not cleared, uh, after resolutions, gain one clue. Um, oh, that's good. And then when you get six, friendly characters have safeguard, opposing perplex, and opposing probability control. Uh, when this effect, when the nine, when this effect first becomes active, choose a friendly character with a listed keyword. This game, that character modifies its combat values plus one and has cosmic energy. This one's really good. Well, I mean, unless uh, please oh, yeah, notice yeah, that if you hit leadership, yeah, if you hit leadership per turn, yeah. So you can do multiple. Will you can get multiple in one turn. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, because you can get willpower, leadership, all those. Yeah, that's crazy. And you can have it on multiple characters. Mm-hmm. Especially if you have like a colossal that removes tokens really easy. Mm-hmm. If there's a green lantern, I mean, they yeah. would have to have those keywords. Oh man, so that I mean, I know we don't talk a lot about like golden age and stuff, but like uh, green power battery on your team that grants them the keyword. Yup. Uh, yeah. Ooh. The battery now has willpower itself on a three through six because it's colossal. Right. The battery doesn't have what? the keyword though. I don't think. Oh. Okay. So. But mystery cards, Weird. lots of cool stuff. So then we got to see some yeah. stuff from Beyond Amazing from Spider Man. Um, I am cool that we get the bombastic Bagman back. Uh, I'm very excited about Bagman. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then they talked about a cool different stuff. Um, Spider Gwen, uh, the Matt Murdock. I'm excited for. Uh, is that the is that the set that has the Gwen as Thor? Yes. Mm-hmm. That is the figure that I'm excited for. I think that sculpt looks so good. It does. Uh, hopefully it's not like your Thor um, from Empire. Please don't remind me. I know. It's so bad. Um, and then we go on probably to the last thing to talk about from there. We get a terrain rules update. Mm-hmm. So you, it looks like you get to place these pieces of terrain somehow. Correct. It and, seems like you get to alter the map. And then it looks like you get to, like, maybe pick up the pieces if you're a colossal or a giant. Or maybe if you have super strength. I, I don't know. I, I don't, See, this is where... How, some, would that, how would that be making super strength a viable, useful power? Right. Now, this would have to be something where, like, uh, some folks that were, like, uh, listening to the thing... Um, <laughs> weren't in the super. Yeah, they weren't in the super because, like... Uh, I even I was I you know I just I was not listening to this part of it so but we'll yeah. we'll definitely talk about this one again um, uh, in more depth um, with Let's someone that was shipping. listening. That shipping crate there it looks like it adds elevation to the map. It does, and then the uh, excavator bucket adds hindering terrain. It looks like an excavator bucket. Yeah, I think this was really cool because it seems to be it allows players to alter maps. Which is really, really neat. Right. Right, right. Because uh, it's like, man, I really wish I didn't lose map and couldn't go to this place that has absolutely zero hindering. Oh, look, I can make hindering. Right. So, but we don't know. We didn't get, I know we didn't get anything on how it's going to be implemented or when it's going to be implemented. So, is it on HC Realms or I'm looking for it? Right uh, it's just in, it's in the pictures we took. Totally. Yeah, it was in the slide. Oh, okay. On the main Clickstaff page. Um, and it seems like each tile has like its own like l- little things that we don't know what it, what they mean, but there's like designations on them about right. something that they do. Um, and then kind yeah, of that, the, that the, la- the did they have have they said how the iconics thing is going to be distributed? Is is it like a premium product? What are they? Yeah, I don't I remember. I think they're just gonna be like a like an um, a box set, kind of kind of like yeah, a box set like the Hellfire Gala box set. I think it's gonna be a box set. Gotcha. Are um, they actual just... hero clicks? Like, are they or are they like yeah. action figures? No, they're I actual they're hero clicks. Yeah, so we get Ooh. the the Bane breaking Batman's back, the snap mm. Thanos. Um, it looks like we get some sort of uh, Iron Man Hall of Armor. 
um, yeah. which you know I I, just, I am at full mast about. Um, yeah, you and then PJ, PJ is is also that on the Bane breaking Batman. Yeah, I just want the memes. I just want the memes and the uh, the Wolverine. Looking the Wolverine looking at the picture. Yeah, yeah, I I want that for sure. Right, and, and we get Spider Man. Spider Man's the, pointing pointing at each other. The pointing Spider Man's. Yeah, you definitely have to get all of those right. Um, yep. And then we get the um, uh, what was that's when Superman died. Uh, we get those. Um, mm-hmm. The replacement that's Superman. Um, uh, and then there's the black suits. Superman, and then there was one other. Yeah, so the last picture we took was knockback damage is coming back with the meme of uh, Wolverine um, longingly touching the photo on a peanut base of all things. Because well, he's great. on a bed. Um, what about Doomsday too? Did they have Doomsday or? Because oh I yeah, they did. They did take. They did take a picture of Doomsday with. Um, uh, Doomsday fighting Superman was the pose. Okay, I'd like to see another like really good Doomsday. I mean, I remember the last one it was like seven stop clicks or whatever, but it wasn't like uh, I don't know. Just like to see them make a, another really good Doomsday. Yeah, that one that we got with the stop clicks was really good. Um, he was good, right? Yeah. The only problem was he came out the same time as Green Arrow. Yeah. Oh, so he wasn't good. Right. So yeah, one armed Ollie just obliterated yeah, like, him. Yeah, like he could have been good, but he's he wasn't like meta or anything. Well, like now that. he was good for casual play. I'll say that. Um, but like for competitive play, we looked at him. We were like, oh wow, look at all these stop clicks. Oh wow, hey, look at this one arm Ollie that just came out at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that guy literally gets just KO'd, and the amount of attacks that teams are still pumping out I guess and they pumped out at that time too um was just not good for that guy but mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I would say at this point like a lot of the stuff that I've seen coming out a lot of the photos that they show I'm just freaking excited to get this stuff in the new sculpt size yep yes it's, it's just gonna be really great I think yeah I'm excited I have to say the sculpts have been looking amazing lately. Ever since like Empire or even maybe the set before, like um, the sculpts have been really stepping up their game. Like their sculpts, uh, uh, Whiskets, Whiskets has been stepping up their game with sculpts. I agree. Yeah. Game game is in a in a very good a very good place, and it's moving in an even better direction. Right. Um, except for the current meta, but you know maybe. We don't have to talk about that today. You yeah, we can. Yeah, we can talk about that at another time. That hopefully, that, hopefully, that is then addressed as well. Yeah, have a, we'll see. Today's we'll, going well, today's Thursday. One thing though, did you think? Did you think the singles event was diverse? Mm. I am biased, and uh, probably the anomaly. I didn't play a single apocalypse, and I only played one Thanos. So I was in about the same boat. Um, was I the only apocalypse you played? Um, yeah. And you were the only Thanos I played. Weird. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking out loud here. Yeah, so, um, you know, there was the. Mm, let me look at the teams real quick, Tony, because, 
You know, here's the thing. I feel like it was diverse enough, but I mean, I mean, I mean technically, I mean, Apocalypse and Thanos were the ones that everybody was like planning on being the, the number one, but like non-theme one, right? Like Saul was playing non-theme, right? Or Saul specifically played the hard counter to both of them. Okay. <laughs> Which yeah. was turn one, deliver the rune. Right. And then Isaac, you know, also played the counter to both of them with Beast. Yep. Yep. So, um, so yeah, the two hard counters made it through the rest of the randomness in the field. Um, Which is a risk that you run when you run hard counters. Right. Like if, you so, don't, if you don't beat the fringe. Right. Which I think is maybe what Isaac ran into, is that turn one rune versus... The X-Men stuff yep. just is not great. Um, yeah. Saul, Saul had turn one rune, like, in your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah he could so get how the rune to the that? starting area. So, uh, through the angler. Yeah, so he would switch the dark hole to the angler on Scarlet Witch, and then he would place his objects in such a way that if he went first, I mean, obviously, if you go first against him, you have some time to interact with the objects, but there mm. are, and combine that with the lack of with Glengrove Cemetery retiring um, is there's always blocking on every single one of the maps that we have in modern right now. So I actually like that. Save for one. Uh, which one? Hell's Pit, Hell's Pit doesn't have any. Gotcha. Um, but he still has the object play, right? Yeah. So he's able to do the double TK with Venom Mags. Um mm -hmm. And um, then angler the rest of the way across the map. Yeah, he he TKs the eight perplexes uh, venom mag's range. TKs again, angler six out, and then can rune on twenty three. Hmm. Which is what he did to Jason. <laughs> yeah, he also beat map Jason the map. So yeah, winning map is a big deal for that. He lost map to Isaac, so it shows that I guess it works both ways. Right, yeah, um, he did, he, and he I beat him for map, and he came all the way across the map on me as well, um, and I just wasn't prepped for that at all. Um, I worked around it, yeah. but ours ended up not being a wipe um, by any means. Um, it just he yep. outscored me in the time that I had. Um, yeah, big props to Saul on that team. It was a team that I had seen other people working on, and he just made it work. Yep, he made it work. Um, so, yeah, that's how you can turn one room. Yep. Uh, I actually think that having maps, like the way that we have the maps right now with, like, every single map has some kind of blocking or elevated on it, I think that's good for the game, though. Like, I, I think it's, like, kind of, like, good that, like, not... That you don't have, like, a like an extremely oppressive blocking map like Ancient Hold, and you don't have any, like, maps <clears> that <throat> are... Or any, you don't have like an extremely open map that's like nothing on it, like like graveyard. So I, I kind of like there's like all the maps are kind of like in the middle. I don't know, just me. Um, I I agree somewhat, but I mean, there's still Morlock tunnels, which is a really oppressive and and negative. Yeah, the one that just came out, right? Morlock Morlock tunnels, just yeah, that's true. Um, and then there's still Hell's Pit that is a literal hell pit. Of elevation, of elevation changes, like 
Oh god, that map gives me a headache. Right. Yeah, it's rough. Um, but yeah, um, I was correct. Uh, not a single Merlin was successful. That figure is garbage. <laughs> that is true. Glad I called that one correctly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, how about we uh, how about we round it out for tonight? And uh... sure. So, TJ, final thoughts. Um, definitely uh, happy with my first experience in Memphis. Uh, I had actually never won an event before, other than a local win a map. So this was very. Uh, I, there's not even words for it right now. Oh my! I didn't. I didn't realize that you hadn't won anything before yet. Okay. Well. No, my my, my general rock play group includes Daniel Powell. <laughs> 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 that that is true. We we you did get second the last time we played in person before the pandemic. Yes. Uh Tony? Yeah, I mean uh I'm in TJ's boat. I mean, I haven't won anything really except for like very small local events. Um I mean, I'm super psyched to be, you know, you know, along with Azareth and TJ to be and call ourselves team world championships team world champions and i'm just like really pumped about it um great experience in memphis and i'm really happy uh and then i'll i'll go uh i'll go three for three i also um at least in hero clicks i've never won a big event um other than the coffee and clicks tournament um not that that wasn't a big event but something on like this scale didn't you win um, a uh, sealed so wko I did, but it was like fifteen people. Well, so yeah, like, I mean, on, you on... you had one of it. I don't, I don't, I think T, what TJ's saying that he hasn't won anything because. Oh, of... sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So I'll, I guess mine is at a lower, a less extreme circumstance, but like an event like this size, I I was only hoping. I told you guys, I just wanted the top cut worlds, and I thought I had a chance. Little did I know that it was going to be in teams, and then we were going to win. Um, it was a great weekend. Um, I loved playing with you guys. Um, I look forward to doing it again. Um, yes. TJ was a, was a big rock for me as far as like just keeping myself to my play style. So I, I have to thank thank him a lot for for just telling me to start playing how I need to play. Yeah, yeah. yeah anytime. <laughs> well, there's a lot more to talk about for Worlds, um, and you know a lot more new stuff to talk about. Um, we're going to have Jason on the next podcast. And, um, guys, congratulations again. Thanks for sharing your thoughts and opinions with the uh, Heroclix community. And, Tony, are you going to have uh, these these two guys on, on your podcast soon? Yes, I believe we're recording on um, Tuesday of next week. We're recording, right? Uh, I think as and I think so, yeah. Yeah, okay. So I, get, I get back from Charlotte on Monday, so... So yeah, we're gonna record Tuesday, and I'll put that up on YouTube. Um, Perfect. Basically talking about a lot of the stuff we talked about here, but I mean, we'll see. I mean, uh, I'll have to come up with some topics for for discussion. It should be fun. Yeah, for sure. Sure. Uh, well, hey. The only thing the only thing we won't talk about though is we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks everybody for listening to Clicks Off today. Check out the Coffee and Clicks episode with more Team World Championship coverage. 
Hey everybody, welcome to part two of our Worlds <coughs> Worlds uh, Breakdown episode. Um, so thanks for listening to the first part there with the Team Worlds Champions. Um, the second part here, uh, well the second part was going to be the second episode, but ran into a busy day of, uh, of real life and decided to do uh, just a two-part episode here. So... Um, just as we get into this episode, uh, last night I am still, uh, so it was Thursday night, today's Friday night, so Thursday night, I, uh, it was still, I'm still recuperating from a cold, not COVID from Worlds, definitely a cold, and um, so my energy level was a little bit low last night, uh, so I just let the Team Worlds guys, uh, you know, do a lot of the talking, so uh, energy levels feeling good tonight, so uh, plan on talking with Jason here in a few minutes and uh, going from there. And um, so, uh, also uh, check out our sponsor Oxit. Uh, check out the HeroClix Cafe link to join Oxit in bio. Lots of cool auctions and all kinds of stuff that happen uh, from there. And so joining me tonight is Jason Tripocalypse Alvi. Hello, hello, hello. So, um, so Jason, we spent, mm -hmm. uh, like almost 90 hours straight together. Yeah, yeah, we did. So, and a lot of it playing clicks. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, so that was quite a bit of fun. So, um, so I want to talk about what we did. So, you know, the first part of this episode was talking about what the, you know, the team world champions and what those guys did. And, um, and congratulations to them. They did a great job. Yeah, they did. They did. They are still super stoked. And, uh, uh I'll, I'll tell you, uh, the folks that have listened mm -hmm. to the episode have already heard this, but, uh, they would wanted to make a gambit. Oh, okay. So that would have been cool. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. So the gambit that wouldn't be. Um, but uh, so Thursday, um, you know, I don't, you know, I want to talk a little bit about what I played in silver. Um, mm -hmm. So we'll start out with uh, what did. Uh, you do Thursday when we got down there? Like you got like a like a. From what I saw, you got like a, you got like ushered in. You were like, "Come on in, play your br." Yeah, yeah. I used my press pass to just jump the line. Uh, <laughs> no, they were looking for people to just uh, who wanted to play battle royals, just regular battle royals. Uh, of course, we had that huge line going, and I was not in line because I just wasn't going to stand up that long because uh, it just uh, kills my leg. Uh, but. Uh, so the uh, the nice uh, that young lady uh, I don't know what her name was didn't catch it but from his kid she uh, was asking for battle royal players so I took her up on it and immediately got to go jump in uh, to a battle royal uh, to start off just a regular Exosaurus battle royal no op stuff Jason and, you're I know mm -hmm. I know you're you're, you're forty three now um, mm -hmm. but you don't have to call her a nice young lady. <sighs> Well, she was. I know, <laughs> I know she was, but the way you sounded like you sounded like you were like sixty three. Like, oh, that nice young lady. Ask for the br players. 
<laughs> well, I was probably older than most folks there, so uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I got to go st- just jump in a couple of battle royals, uh, and uh, well, that was gonna be my battle royal day. I didn't, I was, I didn't think I was gonna get, a, I didn't know if I'd get a whole lot of chance to play some more. Uh, I wanted to play slot, but with the line that long, I knew that wasn't going to be possible. So I just went ahead and did it. Yes, yeah, and I won a couple in a row. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sharks and BRs immediately. Now, uh, so yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I got what, a Batman and a Hawkeye, and just walked out. <laughs> so what? Uh, what did you do while I played silver? Oh, what the hell did I do while you played silver? Uh, kind of just chilled out and. Uh, talked to some, uh, some people um, I played those two BRs and then the line was still out the door when that was over with yeah you got two BRs uh, in before we even started playing silver yeah I just, I just hung out out there in the uh, in the lobby area there uh, pretty much yeah and uh, did did I didn't do a whole lot of anything I don't really I think I spoke with Jason Allen and some of his guys and talked to them as I remember yeah uh, and just kind of shot the shit and uh that was pretty much it um for that day and then uh we, we went out and ate barbecue after your silver i think right no we ate Didn't we? I know no, that was after, wasn't yeah it? that was after i was on friday we ate barbecue so dylan to answer your question no we did not have enough time after winning silver age to go eat barbecue we ate at the hotel on yeah Thursday. oh i went yeah, that's right. We went back to the hotel, and then yeah, and had uh, some dinner there. Yeah, uh, as I remember. Uh, and then, uh, and then I so, didn't get any food. Uh, no, that was on Saturday. You didn't get your food. You did actually get no, your food. On... No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Uh, no, it wasn't. It, it was on. It was on Thursday. No, because it was on. Because it was. At, it was on Saturday. You were going to eat no, little, a little something. A little something else on Saturday, after we had already Friday. been. To, it, it was. Uh, it was Friday. Yeah, Friday. Friday. Yeah, sorry, Friday. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I left, but they never brought me my food, and then I left the restaurant and was going to the front desk, and I wound up drinking mezcal with Saul and Oscar. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. by the way, I did. Uh, get an order in for that mezcal. Okay, nice. So I was able to order it. It is uh, mezcal, uh, J O V E N E S P A D I N four hundred cojones, C O N E J O S. And I know I'm pronouncing that wrong, so don't that, don't come at me. Dennis. Did Saul recommend that to you? Uh, so I asked I asked Dennis what it was. Um, okay. And he sent it to me earlier today, and Sam's Club might have it, but uh, I just found a place online that was I could order it from, and uh, um, I ordered us a couple bottles. So nice, we'll have to get some of that. Yeah, if you have not had any of that, I suggest you try some because it's good. It was possibly one of the best liquors I've had in my entire life. Yeah, you, you don't take shots; you, you sip it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, very very smoky and, and very smooth. It wasn't very. It wasn't super smoky. Um, it is. It is to me. It was to I'm you, yeah. So, but as a bourbon drinker it, and a Scotch drinker, it wasn't super smoky or peaty. Um, it was good though. Yeah, it went down very easy. Yeah, it didn't have a lot of burn, which it means it could be very dangerous. 
Probably. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, Thursday we ate at the hotel. Everything did go okay food wise on Thursday at the hotel. The it seems like the hotel gets over. It, it, it seems like every, everywhere got a little overwhelmed because we existed. Um, Thursday, was, Thursday was kind of a jumbled mess to start off with, really. Right, yeah, and uh, um, they, I, you know, they uh, they reckon, the Whiskey right. folks recognized that and uh, mm-hmm. were like, oh my gosh, we showed up and showed out for all of that. And uh, Yeah, we did. So, and I was like, just imagine if y'all had mentioned it earlier. Uh, right. How I mean, much... that line lasted forever. To right. Like register, right? Mm-hmm. I, I played two BRs and it was still going. Right. Like, yeah. No, I know. I get it. Um, yeah. They finally cut us, cut us over, and got the Silver Age going. And I think we got going on Silver at about four instead of two. It was two hours Probably. late. So um, there, there, there was just some small, small logistical issues that people just needed to take some more time to make sure they went right like you should have been able to get in the hotel before the event started and they should have had two registers yeah i agree so the hotel Uh, things um the problem with the hotel um was that there was a different crew from 2019 well so they've been initiated yeah they've been initiated so you know, the folks that were working there when the place opened, right? I mean, they all likely got, I mean, most likely they got fired during the most first half of COVID, right? I mean, when everything got shut down, all those hotels and stuff, you know, immediately, I mean, uh, yeah. immediately started letting go of staff. I mean, it's, I mean, I'm not saying, I, maybe I shouldn't say that they were fired. Mm-hmm. I mean, good possibility that there was turnover or, you know, whatever, but I mean, it wasn't the same thing. Right. So, um, yeah, that wrecked havoc on stuff. Yeah. So, but I mean, it just yeah. is what it is. So, but we all, everybody got into their hotel. Um, we got food that night. Um, I did want to talk a little bit about what I played in silver in some of my matches. Um, mm-hmm. So, I did an interview on Dial H a little bit about it. Uh, I played Thanos, Mad Jim Jaspers, Collector, Groot, Skyscraper Wonder Woman, Captain Marvel ID, Emma Frost ID, Black Widow ID, The Flash ID, Superman ID. Um, uh, CAAV Captain Marvel, um, XR, XMRF Emma Frost, Chase Black Widow from the movie, Super Rare Flash, JLU, Uncommon Superman, uh, the Infinity Gauntlet, Pick a Power, Blue Cube, Gorilla God, and a Black Falcon. Uh, and a spin rate. pretty much what you played it in the National Champs? No, so. No, Mad Jim Jaspers and Collector wasn't legal. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, okay. So, I played uh, at Nationals, Silver Nationals. I played a Molecule Man, um, another Skyscraper Wonder Woman, and a Flora. That's right. Yeah. Um, And so, uh, and thus began the day of the. the incorrect co- the the collector ruling uh, issue. Uh, so um, it was I was told then that uh, collector's bonus uh, stacked if you mind controlled a, another collector 
um, indicating that the collector bonus was uh, an ongoing effect. Um, but later, you'll find mm-hmm. out that that was not the case. So, um, at any rate, so Thursday went really well. Um, so silver went really well. I played against a Merlin in round one. And, uh, if Merlin is bad in modern, uh, he is hard to deal with in silver. Um, so yeah, you had my, a lot of free actions going on. Yeah, I did. Um, and I and around one, I faced a Merlin, and I, I barely got past him. To be honest, um, I, I was able to KO his uh, Venom Doctor Strange because of Black Widow being that Nighthawk effect, where she you know she didn't mm-hmm. allow their combat values to be increased. Um, and that right. was that was the thing that put me over the top. Yeah, because Thanos himself typically took three free actions a turn. Uh, you know, he free phased, he free chose a power, and then typically free chose out. You know, free used perplex or outwit. And um, I never got to mind control in that matchup um, because he had the emotional oh. modifier on. Um, Battle Fury the whole time because he was playing a Jim Jaspers too, um, but oddly enough, uh, a free phasing sides potentially sidestepping uh, ID card battery uh, is just really good enough on his own. Um, I never really needed right. the mind control too much actually, um, so I won that one pretty closely. Um, then the next round I played against a gentleman from uh, and so that that guy. In round one, he was from Huntsville. Uh, and I apologize, I don't remember everybody's name at this point. Um, but the other gentleman um, that I played in round two was from um, the Gulf Coast guys. Um, and he was playing Thanos, but he was playing Ultra Chase Thanos. Um so uh, I lost map round one. I lost map lost map round two, um, and uh, so like he picked. Um, I couldn't. I want uh, round one. I played on the uh, not the hell's pit. The de- the mines. The the red mi- yeah. the red mines. The red mine. Um, yeah. Yeah, and. Um, the second round, I played on, oh, man, it had elevated on, like, the one side of the map. Um, I'm looking, it was a, it might have been blue area, I think it was blue area of the moon, is what we played on. Um, okay. so I'm just going through. So, you know, it was one of those things. Ultra Chase Thanos doesn't have much of a rollout. Um, and if you mm-hmm. just shoot him for a whole bunch of damage, uh, he's kind of easy to take down. So I, I kind of just shot him for a whole bunch of damage. Um, and right. that was, that was all it took. Um, so then round, um, round three. So there's three rounds cut top eight. Um, I played against a mirror match 
and he won map and took me to uh, Eastview Park and for whatever reason he broke first turn immunity hmm. I, and I couldn't tell you why uh, I mean there now there was a play where I could have done the play a little bit better if I had gotten the blue, if I had equipped the blue cube initially, did the jump or did the the free move jump with it, then switched to the gauntlet. But um, I was able to mind control out his Thanos uh, that had come out like three squares and um, Black Widowed him. Um, I took away all of his powers and. Um, like knocked him down like half his dial. So he couldn't regen. He couldn't steal energy the next turn. Uh, it's taken the powers off the dial for those of you that don't remember the Black Widow chase. Um, so it, I, I think it would have been a little bit harder match. But, you know, the guy was like, oh, I kind of come up with this team. And then I heard you talking about it on your show. And I was like, yeah, you know, I get it. It's, you know, it's not too hard to come up with this sort of team. I, I get it. But uh, I, and I was like, "Why did you break first turn immunity?" And he was like, "I don't know." And I'm like, "You know, basically, he was like, I don't think I don't Sometimes. I don't really think he thought I could have got to him, but you know, I was able to just you know be able to being able to pick precision strike with off the gauntlet to go with the mind control just helps out." Oh yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just make a play, and after you do it, you don't know why you did it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, is that a spoiler <laughs> alert for the for the for the future, Jason? For all of us? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it is for me too. Um, so I, um, you know, so I went in to top eight. Um, I was think I was the I don't know if I was the first seed or not. There was thirty something people in three rounds, so there had to have been more than one undefeated. Um, so I'll go into top eight and I have to play PJ Bolin. Um, mm. and there was pretty much one person I practiced silver with and was it was PJ. Um, <laughs> and, um, he was, um, we went to Mount Olympus, which is what we practiced. I did my opening move. Uh, he, or he did his opening move. I did my opening move. And I pretty much won the next turn. Uh, a little bit more than that. I mean, PJ does his opener. Uh, he tanks, you know, my Walking Woods and my Groot. Uh, but Jim Jaspers and uh, Skyscraper Wonder Woman, I think, lives. Or maybe he tanked Groot, the Woods, and Skyscraper. Um, but I'm able to phase over, you know, do a big mind control um the um the helmet emma frost um i want to i want to thank the first person who i'm going to look it up real quick because i want to be accurate and i want to think it was dylan who asked the first question um he was was he the one that suggested emma uh, he asked the first question in our thread tonight, but I don't think he would. I don't think he suggested. I don't know if he suggested Emma or not. Right. That's what I was. Um, that's what I was going to look in the group. 
Um, let's see. Oh, man. Um, Facebook does not make things. Uh, Facebook does not make things easy. Um, but I'm just going to go with it being Dylan for now. I want to keep looking. But Dylan suggested that Emma Frost for silver and man. I know a few other folks did, but man, it just she was a she was an MVP, and I just don't think that you would ever play her like even in casual. Maybe you would in casual, but she's 125 points and really hard to like really build around. And yeah, she's yeah, she doesn't have any move attack, right? She just kind of sits there and does what she does, right? She does. She does. Yeah. Um, oh, I found it. I found it. Um, so, I found the thread. And I'm going to sort by all comments. Uh, Miles, uh, Constantine Peeper. Um, Dylan Disney. Yeah, it was Dylan. So, thank you, Disney, uh, Dylan, for uh, being the first one to suggest Emma. Um, so, yeah, I think pretty much in that match with PJ... Um, the, the Emma made a big difference just being able to shoot for so much damage and uh, in, include the improved targeting that I needed. So, but other than that, so in round, in top four, I played against Caleb, uh, Redick, and that's where we got the double collector ruling because he was pretty much a mirror match. He had used the Joker gas instead of another ID. Um, mm-hmm. But doing that, I was able to um, one turn as Thanos. I lost map, and he took me to the data mine. And um, yeah, I I one turned as Thanos uh, with his Black Widow, my Black Widow, and um, the recruit. So it was a total. Wow. It was a total of fifteen damage on Thanos. Um, wow, that's impressive. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I know. A lot, I know you don't care for ID cards um, and that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, but, but man, it, it just makes for a different format. Um, oh yeah, it's completely different. Yeah. So. <laughs> You know, I think, like, if I played all of those things over again, i probably play the same matchups. I, I probably have the same team, except mm-hmm. I'm probably just using Groot. I'm just adding in more Groots. Or I'm t- making those ID cards in the spin ring. I'm making it a Molecule Man. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. it's like the same team. It's just ID cards make it more versatile, and it makes it just a different format. So... I personally like the ID cards. I think it made it really great. Um, and it made a lot of fun. So we got the finals, and um, Lucas uh, conceded to me, basically. Um, we made a deal with, uh, we, we basically traded Chase Prime sets, and uh, he gave me the win. I, we were both tired at that point. And he was, he was, he kept calling it the 10 of swords chase prime set. I'm like, I'm like, Lucas, what the fuck is 10 of swords? 
<laughs> yeah, I, re- I refuse to call it that. I don't care if it's right or not. <laughs> I just refuse to go that route. Right. And I'm just like, because I'm already tired, right? Because we drove down. We left at like 7 o'clock in the morning. It's like 9 o'clock at night. And I'm like, well, the Ten of Swords is not in the main set. I'm like, you're talking about a <laughs> slop card, dude. And he's like, I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, the the Chase Prime set, Ten of Swords. I'm like, the Ten of Swords is a tarot card, dude. What the fuck are you talking about? And then <laughs> he's like, oh, X of Swords. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, dude, that sounds like a good deal for me. And he's like, yeah, I'm not trying to pull anything over on you. And I'm like, yeah, sounds good. Um yeah, he just he just wanted that particular one because he just needed those pieces. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Anyways, um, that was the most confusing part of the day. Um, I do think, however, because um, he was playing the Tri Sentinels and Scarlet Witch and, um, mm-hmm. like a Share Strange, I think. Um, but oh, I yeah. mm-hmm. I think. In general, I would have to say, I'm just going to go ahead and say this, if Lucas hears it and proves me wrong or whatever, I think Emma Frost would have let me win that matchup. Because if he takes me, she has triple bolt, 12 attack, 4 damage, side blast with 8 range. Right. Right, and I could have made it a 15 attack, and then she just goes... She just obliterates three three tri sentinels. Just obliterates them. Right. And um, even if we're on one of the indoor maps, right? She just picks improved targeting, blocking the good one, and just deletes them. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. You know, I still have to hit the roll and all that stuff. I get it. But she has prob. Oh, she also has prob. Yeah. So, yeah. That's fucking badass, dude. And. Um, at any rate, um, I, I think, I think I could have done okay in that matchup, but at any rate, I won the Silver Age event, um, and I'm super excited about that, so, um. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Um, I still have those Chase Prime sets if anybody wants them. Uh, just, uh, give me, <laughs> give, give me, give me some money, please. Um. So Friday, so I think the only real, I think the biggest negative for me was that the hotel breakfast was expensive. Right. And then come to find out the, so if I think if we, I think if we do it, well, if we do it again, when we do it again, I think we're going to pack our own breakfast for the, for the refrigerator. That makes sense. Yeah. We, we kind of lived at McDonald's uh, uh, breakfast. Uh, <laughs> Oh man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if that makes anybody using listen to the podcast wretch. I cannot even think about eating a sausage McMuffin right about now. Um, I mean, we yeah, ate it I Friday. Mean, we ate it Friday, Saturday, and Saturday Saturday morning. Sunday. Oh my gosh! And like, like we were going to go to Burger King, but Burger King was freaking closed. Didn't have breakfast. They were the doors were the doors were closed. You couldn't get in there. Right. Yeah. It was no, like drive through only. It was drive. It was drive through only, and we had a truckload, so there was no way we were going through the drive through. Yeah. Like I just wasn't paying twenty five dollars. I'm sure the food was great. I remember in 2019 they had good. They had a good buffet, but it was expensive then. It's even more expensive now. 
Right. Uh, there's no way I was spending that kind of money on breakfast every morning. I'm just not doing it. Right. Like, I was good spending my three to five dollars that I spent. <laughs> yeah. At Mickey D's. Yeah, yeah, I agree, and that was and that was the play yeah. for us. So, I, but I think next next time we will bring our own breakfast stuff. Uh, I think that might be, that might be like one of the real kind of I don't know for me like it's one of the real downfalls of the whole thing is like the food situation is a little bit like hard to deal with <laughs> you know the the, the breakfast the breakfast definitely was uh, it's too it's too expensive the, the restaurant the hotels overran at night like but now so the, the other thing is there's two restaurants uh, we just didn't go yeah. to the other restaurant the other restaurant wasn't as busy um, so I we, think we went to the EP restaurant. Yeah, we went to the EP <laughs> restaurant. There, there was another one, but it was a little bit more. It had a little bit more high like high, high class entree type food, which was probably yeah, not a yeah, big yeah, deal. Yeah. Probably not a big deal that we could have done. Um, yeah, but I think everybody said the EP. The food at the EP was good it, when you got it. I, I mean, I wouldn't know, but <laughs> well, you had it the yeah. first night. You had it the first night. No, I, n- I never, I didn't go there. I didn't, I stayed in the hotel room. Oh, you know, that's right. Go. You didn't go down there Thursday night. That's right. That's right. I spent, I spent that time to, to call the family and check in and uh, chill out. Right. That's what I did. Right, yeah. Right. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it was fine. I mean, they just got overran, I think. Um, yeah, they were, they were very busy. Yeah. The, the, the issue ends up being is that, There's not a good sit down place besides Marlowe's close by. Yeah, the area is kind of sketchy. Yeah, but, no. we, but we did talk. <laughs> we did talk about that before Worlds. Um, I know we did. It's just but, not like a great. You can't just go, you know, sauntering down the street and just go find some place to eat. Right. Necessarily. Right. Um, yeah. So there ended up not being like a B Dubs close by or an Applebee's or. Anywhere like that. So. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, I'm jonesing for some wings right now. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm with you. Um, but uh, you know, so but we we also uh, I, I think we, I think we're going to take credit for this, Jason. We mm-hmm. we got Marlowe's overran with clicks players. That's 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 what the waitress seemed to think. Yeah. The waitress was like, <laughs> "We have been busier." since Thursday than we have been since Elvis Fest. And they're like, we're like, yeah. uh, you're welcome. We talked about it on our podcast yeah. and told everybody to come here. Yeah. And every time... We didn't get to take the pink Cadillac ride, but... We did. We just we drove down there this time. But yeah, every time we were down there, the two times we were down there, there was Heroclix players eating food there. Yep. Yep. So... Sure was. Uh, Marlowe's was good. Uh, but anyways, we woke up Friday. We went to McDonald's for the first time of three times. And mm-hmm. um, then, so it was you, Sam, and I on Team Worlds. And yep. we ended up going two and four. Um, I think, and after talking to Az last night. Two and four. Uh, two and two, sorry. Sorry, two and two. Yeah. Um, Two, uh, two and two out of the four rounds is what I was trying to say. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we pulled the, uh, the the Captain Britain Rogue brick. Yeah. So, 
no chase, right? So I just don't think yeah. we just I just don't think we just got we didn't get enough pool we didn't get I mean, I, we didn't really get enough great enough pools to win it. Well, um, I mean, really, we 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 were a click of damage away from making top sixteen. Uh, in two rounds, that and, was that was yeah. Your law, no. Well, and that was the same thing. That guy in round four, that as beat in top four, was the guy that took forever to move. And I'm like, I wasn't going to try to bring that one up, but like the guy took forever to move. And I was like, my Cyclops was ready to go with a 13 attack and a prob to KO his Merlin. And but and then you forgot the bishop thing too. Yeah, uh, if I'd have free healed my bishop and was at round three, then they missed killing my bishop by one click and we won. If we would have won the game. And then that meant uh, we were three and oh at that point, yeah, which meant we would we would have been in. Nine. Which win we would have been. We would have been in. We had a bunch of points, a bunch of points. We did. Uh, we, we had more points than half of the top sixteen that didn't make it. Right. <laughs> like I had, I had a Abigail Brand X Men team, and I think really what we went, part of where we went wrong was we should have built Sam an unthemed team, but we went with a Morocco team. I don't think that was the best call in hindsight. Yeah, the red route um, was not the play. No, we should have. No, we should have, um, and we also didn't utilize our common storms that well. Or the Danny Moonstar. Or the Danny Moonstar. Yeah, yeah. So I should have, in hindsight, had a team with the Danny Moonstars and the Storms, and mm-hmm. um, and then Sam probably should have had the Captain Britain Rogue with Peepers. Yeah, I have newfound respect for that common storm after seeing it get played. That was a thing. It's just uh, uh, I didn't give it any credit, but it's pretty good actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, um... Danny Moonstar's common Thanos. We decided, right? <laughs> yeah, Danny Moonstar's good, uh, and then Storm. Uh, what was it? Uh, somebody, one of the two guys, or one of the three guys. Uh, they played two of them. Yeah. I don't remember who that was. Yeah, I can't remember if it was Az or TJ but, at this point. So, but she's just bouncing stuff all over the map. It's just, uh, yeah. I think it was Az Excellent. that played the two storms because he talked about knocking that Merlin into um, uh, into uh, the rooms on um, negative zone, so he could never attack. Nice. So, but. Um, at any rate, um, so we could have team built better. Um, we, you know, we didn't pull the greatest. Um, so I think we did pretty good, what we had overall. Yeah, we did uh, right. So just a little bit, we could have done a little bit better, and then I think we would have we would have made top sixteen. So, um, but we did get to. Um, make the uh, Marlowe's that night with PJ yep. and Cody and Zach and Sam. So yep. had a pretty big, pretty big party at the, the Marlowe's uh, while we waited yeah, on the, uh... oh, go ahead. Team world to finish. Yeah. Well, I ate way too much that night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah no, it, uh... You know, though, I, I exited that event. I weighed myself before and after and with all of that food and drink, I lost two pounds 
coming in and out of that event. Um, I came, I came out even. Yeah. So I mean, and you think about how bad we ate. Um, yeah, that's, we did. That's how much energy we were burning. Um, yeah. Just Saturday <laughs> and Sunday were like grueling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I mean, like. Like, this is going to be a monstrous amount. Like, that Friday, I had, like, two breakfast sandwiches at um, McDonald's. And then I want to say I had either, like, a couple of hot dogs. Like, they had the big hot dogs at the venue. And, mm-hmm. like, some cookies. We Sam brought us some Grandma's cookies. Um, so, oh, I had, yeah. like, two hot dogs, some Grandma's cookies, a protein cookie... And then we went to Marlowe's, and I had, like, an appetizer and mm-hmm. um, an entree and a couple of beers. And then that, you know, I had a salad, like, at 9 o'clock at night for, sup- for like, a late supper um, yeah. at the restaurant when you didn't get your food. So, like, I probably right. ate 4,000 to 5,000 calories that day. You know, and being a big man, you know, like, uh, with as tall as I am and stuff, as tall as you are, like, 3,000 calories, 2,500 to 3,000 calories is our maintenance uh, level. But I probably ate four, Mm -hmm. 5,000, maybe even more than that that day. And, I I mean, I lost two pounds over the event. Um, Yeah, I mean... Yeah, if you want to yeah, get your uh, weight uh, loss regimen in, just play 10 rounds of highly competitive tricks over two days. In a, in a somewhat warm area. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So we did get to see the fan presentation, and, um, you know, that was after the, the guys won um, the world championship. Jason, was there anything that you wanted to highlight from the fan presentation? We did go through it well, last night. I didn't I go. Didn't... <clears throat> I, I didn't go to it. Oh, you were at, you didn't go to it. No, I stayed back and me and Zach stayed back and practiced uh, that night. That's true. Gotcha. So, and I apologize for the coughing. I'm I'm still trying to keep my coughing under control, but I'm just doing the best I can. So, did you look at the pictures that we had? Then, so yes. did you have any questions? Anything that stuck out to you from the pictures? Uh, I'm trying to think what, like, what the, what would have stuck out from the pictures? Well, so it, was, it was a bunch of Spider-Man pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that we saw, right? Mm-hmm. Which were mostly what we saw at Gen Con, I think. Um, I think thing. so, yeah. yeah. So, I think what intrigued me the most was the whole, like, what, the equipment rules changes? Yeah, the equipment rules changes where you can just pay the cost of the equipment to equip it. Which I absolutely love that. Oh, man. Like, <laughs> and, you know, we've done it, right? And I was saying this before, and I'll say it again with you, is, you know, we did the whole, like, TK out a character, call out Jean Grey to like mm-hmm. t- fake to fake TK attack the octopus arms, right? We've been doing 20. it. We've been doing it since 2018, 2019. Um, yeah, that, that just feels bad when you're on the other side of that. It is, and like I hate it. Well, I know, I know. It Nats. I played Nate, and that's that's what he did to me. He won map, and he gets out. You know, he TKs out or whatever, and he gets like. Uh, Mary Jane makes those freaking paparazzi and they grab my cloak and freaking broke it. Like, ugh, I hated it. Right. <laughs> so Never again. 
Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I, I, you know, like, I really just want that rule to be implemented sooner than later. Um, like, I'm ready. I'm ready for that right now. I am, Let's go. I am. <laughs> and well, because like, there's so many, like. And I don't know how to explain this, and I, you know, I wish our other co-hosts were here, but it's like, I, it bugs me like when Tyler engineers that into his team, and like I get it, well, it I mean, it's all part of it, and I'm not mad at him about it, but it's like, just let me have my cloak. Well, yeah, or like back you know, at a local game here a while back, me and you were playing, and you had that Latvian peasant. That that very village map and it like steals my freaking object. Oh, right, Jesus, I hate. Right, <laughs> so annoying. It is. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. That's, that's, it's just a good play. It's just a good play with the way the rules are right now. Right, and so right. I mean, I can't be mad. I like, I, I can be mad about whatever I want, I guess. But um, you know, like I try to not let that stuff bother me. But like, I get it. it's a good play. It's something you got to do, and. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like, yes, it just gets to start on there. And so like, you know, we don't know what all's coming in the Batman set. We got a few little previews there, but mm-hmm. like just having the cloak on Saki immediately good. Um, you know, like, I don't know necessarily that I would have anything start on Thanos necessarily, but um, I can, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, uh, I mean, um, I think that's going to be really good. Um. <laughs> yeah, and now Mad Jim is just that much better. Like, <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. No, Mad yeah. Jim. Mad Jim's way better. Um, and. He's just way more versatile. It's, oh yeah, I mean, everybody on your team can start with equipment. Um, <laughs> I guess it came down to it, right? I, I mean, they didn't. They just so they didn't tell us like as far as like so. Whenever I I didn't listen to the fan presentation um, because I was just yeah. so I was on cloud nine with the guys, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess was there was there was there a full rules breakdown on that, or there really was like no, I, and it was a little bit hard to hear Scott and Jimmy while they were making the presentation. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's another issue I've had is that that microphone just isn't loud enough. Yeah, so like in there, yeah, so it just kind of is what it is, right? Like, there's more to come on that. So like, you know, they could change it up a little bit from what they said. You know, it's you know, it's not the final product. Um, you know, they, they say that on a lot of their slides. So, uh, but and then, then what, it, what terrain was the other thing, right? Yeah. So like, terrain was the other big thing. Um, you'll be able to put down the uh, mystery cards were the other thing as well. Um, so, uh, in part one, so did you look at the mystery card slide? Yes, I have seen those. Right. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll share, this is, uh, this is the Daniel designed mystery, uh, mystery card. Are you ready for my for mm-hmm. my for my player design? Okay, so keywords: mm-hmm. cosmic herald, clue effect. <laughs> when a friendly character with the listed keyword uses mind control after resolutions, gain one clue token. 
Oh my lord! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh gosh, that would be my ideal uh, mystery card. Um, but you know, mystery cards go on the sideline, um, and we can probably we'll be talking more about this, you know, in future episodes. But whew, there's going to be a lot going on. There's tarot cards. There's mystery cards. You know, there's sideline active effects. Uh, there's a lot. Oh, okay. There's there's a lot going on in the game. Oh, there's a design insight, uh, okay, article, yeah, about this as well. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize there were Scooby Gang dials in here. Yeah, yeah. So we'll like look. Fred. Like Fred has passenger four. That's great. Yeah, he was the one that drove the van, right? <laughs> yeah, he was always driving the van, and he's got telekinesis. Yeah. Oh, uh, and we, oh, yeah, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, um. But that was a cool thing we'll get to review more of as we get to closer to Batman team up. Uh, but the terrain comes in beyond amazing is what it sounded like. Um, and it's some sort of like placeable terrain at the beginning of the game. And it ha- you can throw it of some sort depending on like colossals and super strength and stuff. Is what it's so like. Hulk could pick up a boulder and like toss it at somebody, or yeah, like, like something to that effect. Yeah, yeah, the picture shows like an elevated, like um, the elevation is a um, a crate, like a, a shipping container, like a twenty foot shipping container, um, and then the mm-hmm. hindering was a um, excavator bucket. Are we talking like three D or two D? I I don't remember. I don't know. So it sounds like there were going to be some sort of rules where you could throw the terrain, you know, if you're a colossal or super strength or whatever. Okay, that's interesting. That'll add a new layer to things. Yeah. So, but that comes out. That's going to be first quarter end of probably closer to the end of first quarter 2023. So. 23. Yeah, we got a while to work. To, yeah. So. Because uh, Batman got pushed back into into, into twenty three, correct? Yeah, the early part of twenty three. Yeah. Um, so the iconic stuff was there. You know, there's the Iron Man Hall of Armor. It looks like uh, that's pretty badass, yeah. of course. Uh, that is pretty cool. And then you get to see you get the meme Spider Man. Yes, I'm psyched about that. Yeah, that's uh, that is just absolutely amazing. Um. Uh, so, you know, I did mention this to the WizKids folks. They did not have an announcement about WKOs. Right. Um, and again, I'll, I'll said this before, Jason, there was a ton of positive things. An absolute laundry yeah. list of positive things about right. um, the event. Uh, but there was no announcement on WKOs, mm-hmm. which was a bit sad. Yeah. Something we were really yeah. looking forward to uh, for that. Yeah, we need we need that thing to build to like every quarter, you know. Yeah, like I, without that, it just it's like like from from now until I don't know whenever we know there's a big event coming. It just kind of seems like it's just like this part of the year is just like a void. Yeah, right. There's, well, there's I mean, like, we, we only know January at this point, right, for the Florida event. Right. 
And that's not even exactly. Whiz Kid, that's not even a WizKids event. So, right, that's David, that's David Newmark and the Champion Cook doing that. Mm-hmm. So, like, we need the WizKids to step up and get something on a regular basis. Yeah. I think... It drives interest in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, so, like, at the end of the day, like, we showed up for Worlds. We want it back. Give us yeah. WKOs. Yeah, I think the attendance there shows that people are ready for it. Yeah. I mean, don't be scared. Let's just do it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Done. Done and done. Um, yeah. So, uh, but that was the fan appreciation. Um, it was, you know, again, it was really nice they did all of that. Lots of great information. Um, and lots of great stuff coming. Give us WKOs back. Um, then Saturday... We entered the big dance. We had McDonald's for breakfast again. Again. Um, oh gosh. Oh man. My stomach. My, my stomach is literally physically turning at the thought of eating that McDonald's <laughs> right now. And yeah. it's been almost a week. Um. So 168 people signed up for Worlds. 108 yeah. had first round buys. Yeah, and that's pretty crazy. I did like that they went ahead and did six rounds. Um, I think that was a lot more fair mm-hmm. for the folks that didn't um, <coughs> uh, that didn't that had to play that didn't have a buy. Um, so uh, we we both had first round buys. Uh, mm-hmm. Who did you play round two? Round two, I played uh, Dan Dupree from Phoenix Nest. That's who I played. Okay, I played Dan online. Was Dan playing Vision? No, he was playing the uh, the Ruler Apocalypse Annihilation team. Okay, the 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 the, the standard one Annihilation. Yeah. Uh, the standard one APOC yeah. build. Yeah, Scarab, Mad Jim, Magneto. Yeah. Right, right, mm-hmm. and then so how did you end yeah. up in that match? Um, I wound up. Uh, Killing his Scarab and his uh, Imagine Jaspers one eighty five to zero. Um, oh, and by the way, you, you might want to talk about what you played. Uh, if folks didn't oh. know already, there oh, might there yeah. might be one, at least one listener that didn't know what you played. Yeah, if, if you didn't know, I did go ahead and play a Triple Apocalypse at a hundred points. It each. was not the two boosters of X Men Rise and Fall sealed. Yeah, l- luckily I made the roll to play the Apocalypses. Didn't have to play the boosters. Uh, so that worked out good for me in the end, uh, if you hadn't heard. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, so yeah, I played Triple Apocalypse, yeah, yeah he won map, um, that was the theme of my, I, I won map once the entire tournament, um, with my plus 30. Right. Uh, bonus. Uh, so yeah, he won map, yeah, I was able to kill Mad Jim and kill Scarab, uh, which I did a few times that day. Uh, yeah, he didn't get anything, so... One and oh, 85 points to start off with. Right. You, you may just go. You may just go through this whole. Um, thing I think we'll just go. No, we'll just it. go. We'll just go round by round each of us and just give us a little. Okay. Just give a little high level uh, preview. So, uh, yeah. round the we call it round one. I guess round two. So round two, I played mm-hmm. against Jay Sanson uh, from the Gulf Coast, and uh, he did something that I have to shout him out for. He. Okay. Put Galactus on Mimic. Um, okay. And I was looking to see where he 
uh, finalized in the event. Um, and I was wanting to look through that. And I was wanting to look for your guy, too. So your Dan, the guy that you played Dan in round one, he ended up going 4-2, 875 points, and ended up 51st in the tournament. Um, okay. And then I wanted to try to find Jay. Since I got the pictures right here in front of me. Uh, J, 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 um, <coughs> um, maybe he was hired. Did he make, oh man, I, I don't want to take forever to do this, but, um, I do want to look. So there's, I keep seeing J major, um, uh, Robert and H, uh, if you could look at the, if you had those pictures up, Jason, you could. It's on our it's on our main page. Jay Sanson. He ended up going three and three, seven hundred and eighty five points. Um with uh and he was eighty seventh. Um so I did not wipe his team. Um I ended up uh KOing um I KO'd his Jubilee. So he did the whole come out and shot something with Jubilee and my second turn was Blah blah blah, shoot, Jubilee for seven for six damage. He missed the shape change, and I was like, "Sorry, that was so academic, but that's just how it works, right?" And he was like, "Yep, you're right. If I hit the shape change, I go on to the next get, I go on to the next thing. If I don't, you just KO his Jubilee, and I did. So I KO'd his Jubilee. So that put the tempo in my favor. I think I whittled down his team." Uh, pretty, you know, pretty much from there, um, and, um, then round three, um, who did you play round three? Round three, I played Ed Arnold Berkovitz. Ooh, okay, uh, so, yep. um, you know, yep. a rock world champion. I had, I had, yeah, I had quite the schedule, <laughs> uh, sounds... the tournament. Sounds like it, yeah. So round round yeah. three, uh, Rock mm-hmm. uh, Ed Arnold Berkowitz, Rock World Champion among mm-hmm. other yeah. things, father of the goat Isaac. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, did... Ed was playing. Ed was playing the ruler team with Doom uh, instead of Annihilation. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he chose to use uh, Lord Doom to limit my pogs. He won map. We went to Hell's Pit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't mind playing on Hell's Pit <laughs> uh, with those guys with Apocalypse. Really, that's the first time I ever played on it. Of course, you know they ignored elevation. I got to, my pogs all fly. Um, so we, I mean, we were we were really going at it at each other. I mean, I had all my Apocalypse moved up into the middle of the map. Uh, really, I uh, you know, the first third of the map. Um, yeah, we were punching uh, back and forth. Um, I managed to KO his Scarab and his Mad Gem, uh, his uh, Venom Magneto, and I had his I had his Lord Doom on its last click. Missed it twice in a row. Um, oh man! Twice in a row missed it. Um, actually, three times in a row, I guess missed it um, to kill it. Um, so I would have scored everything but the Apocalypse. But so I got those three figures. I think I scored like a hundred and whatever points it was, 120-something points, 130 points, whatever it wound up being. Mm-hmm. Um, and he didn't score anything. <laughs> so I was 3-0 at this point. 
Yeah, is uh, <laughs> is anybody noticing a pattern yet of Jason not yeah. giving up any points? Um, I did take a couple picks of damage in that one. <laughs> right. Um, right. So round three. Um, so it was round three. That'd have been as round four would have been Josafa. Then round five, we played. It was six rounds. I am. Yeah, we played six rounds. I yeah. am unfor. I am missing somebody. Oh no no sorry round three yes I played against I'm looking at the list of names that's why I got the list of names up I played Paul Cote. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so his first trip to Worlds, um, I was joking um, that I could have just stayed at home in my underwear and played my Swiss rounds of Worlds on a broadcast event. <laughs> um, so, yeah, round three was Paul Cote. He was playing the ruler team um, with uh, Doom 67, the Doom version of it is what the Doom he came out with. Um and um, I got like 200 points out of that team. Um, I won map because we played on Eastview Park, so I'm pretty sure I won map. Um, and um, he moved up his Doom 67. He said he didn't know why he did it, but he moved up his Doom 67 with the time platform on the turn I had the fool flipped. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. And then, so, like, I guess if you think about, if you while you're thinking about this, if you had any turns where, like, tarot cards made or broke, made or broke you, mm-hmm. um, you know, mm-hmm. mention that as well. So, like, that was definitely a turn where um, tarot cards uh, made it for me. Uh, he didn't get the time platform as Doom. I outwitted the Imperv and shot his Doom for six damage. Um, okay. So then round four. And there was more okay, to it. Round. Obviously, there's a little bit more to it on these matchups, but we're not going to spend like, we don't want to spend like a full like hour talking about each matchup. Um, right. Um, round four, I played none other than <laughs> Scott Crampton, uh, who was playing your Apocalypse build. I mean, your, your Thanos build, excuse me. Right. Um, Scott won Matt. Um, the Apocalypse team struggles against hard barrier mm-hmm. i think we've talked about that he won map we went to negative zone we you know uh we know how this plays out for the most part like it's very it's very i i moved up my apocalypses uh toward the center of the map probably not soon enough um he retreated into one of the corners uh, i started blowing out walls um he had uh, perplexed down my range and was able to mind control one of my apox to come up, and then he shot him uh, with Thanos. So he had him down to regen clicks, um, but that was as far as it got. Uh, I was unable to get through his barrier. We went zero zero, and Scott graciously decided to concede. Right at that point, so which he was allowed to do. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he was. So I'll ask this: Were you prepared to take him to a zero zero? I was, and I did. I was. I, I was. I was. That was what I was going to do. Right. Like, I mean, I tried not to do that. I tried to kill things. Right. Um, but I was unable to. Yeah. Right. 
But yeah, I was. I, I told. I told him before we started. I was like, I'm, I'm, if that's what happens, I'm, I'm prepared. Right. right. You know, and uh, and it, it, it's kind of a crap. I, I don't really agree with the rule that the Joe is zero zero in Swiss. I think it'd be fine if it just had roll off like we used to. Mm-hmm. That's what you know. Cause that's what we used to do. Um, however many years ago that was, that rule changed. I don't even remember anymore. Um, but it's not. So that's the way it is now. So that's fine. And yeah, he he just he went ahead. He decided to just concede, and on I went. Right. Uh, so then my round four was against Azareth. Um, I won map, went to the Eastview Park, and you know Azareth has a really good collector version of Apocalypse. Um, but I ended up scoring mm-hmm. two hundred points of his team. And I've, I'd given up minimal points uh, throughout all of my games. Um, but, uh, you know, as ended up going 5-1. and one. Uh, Paul, I didn't mention this, Paul ended up going, uh, he was 30, I just saw it here, uh, 34th. Um, so he was 10 points away from the cut. Yeah, he was real close. Right. So, like, he didn't score many points off my team. Um, and um, so, um, but yeah, round four I played against uh, As, and I won map, and, um, you know, I forget how many points I gave up. As will probably remember. But, uh, you know, eh. mind control is really powerful. It is, you know, and I mind controlled and started whittling his team down, and you know, well, it's just what Thanos does. It just <laughs> is what it is, right? You know, and yeah. I, I just did Thanos things, and at the end of the day, you know, there wasn't much he could do to it. Now, what was interesting, because um, I played against his as is Apoc, and. Cote's APOC, when I mind-controlled them, they mm-hmm. both crit-hit something for the win. Like, I'm not going to say for the win, but they were both mm-hmm. like, I crit-hit, I mind-control mind your APOC, I dual-target something, I critically hit with it. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, well, not much you can do about that. Um, so... Um, you know, it, uh, it, you know, I scored, you know, quite a few points in that game. Um, and maybe it wasn't 200. I think it was a hundred and some, cause I'm looking at my score now. I scored six rounds. I scored 995 points. Um, and, um, I, I scored <laughs> almost a third of many points. Well, no, no, it was 500 less points than the highest four two. Um, which is, yeah. it is what it is. Um, so, um, so I was 600, I thought it was five rounds and I scored 600 and something points. Yeah. Cause some of my wins were very close to my loss. My loss was like zero points or like 30 points. So right. of course, as ended up going and making top eight, he went five and one with 1385 in yeah. Swiss. Uh, so that puts us into round five. Okay, so round five, I uh, played P.J. Bowen, uh, which we know he's playing the Apocalypse 
uh, Annihilation Ruler build that he popularized. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, this is the game I won map, which helped me immensely. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went to Cocoa Garden. Uh, we, we went back and forth. He was protecting his... Uh, he's easy to kill pieces pretty well. Uh, he had to come down at me, though. Uh, he was setting up for the Annihilation Lasso in-cap card play. Um, I killed his Mad Jim... I'm sorry. I killed his. I think it, maybe it was Mad Jim and Magneto, or maybe it's Scarab and Magneto. I can't remember which. I killed two of those pieces. No one of them was Magneto. Um, and based his annihilation with two deaths. Um, that's when he was going to make his play. He rolled to breakaway uh, and hit. I probed him. He missed. And pro- he probed again and missed again. Uh, could not make the attacks. Mm-hmm. So. That pretty much ended it right there at that point. I wound up killing off his annihilation. Or no, did I get his? Yeah, I got his annihilation too. And like Mad Jim, I think I started about eight pocket. But by the time the game was over, I scored like two hundred and five or two hundred points. I guess is what it was uh, mm-hmm. when it was all said and done to zero, which probably helped knock him out of the tournament. Unfortunately, uh, he lost his next round too. Okay. Yeah, I think you were. Yeah, his, not, not, not getting not getting any points hurt though. Dude. Right. Yeah, yeah. You you were his first lost, and um, so he he lost another game after that, and I think it was to my Thanos build. I'm pretty certain. Um, okay. So, um, it sounds like you played either Apoc or Thanos all day. Um, uh, almost all day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So round five, I played against Josafa. Um, which again, I could have done setting in my underwear at home. Um, Mm -hmm. I just want to give everybody a nice visual that's listening to the podcast, I suppose. (laughs) And Joe was playing a unthemed Wonder Woman build. Shifting focus Wonder Woman. And, um, but again, like, I can't hate to keep saying this, but like, Thanos just did what Thanos does. And I came over like my control is Molecule Man with this. I I, I popped uh, the the tarot cards worked against Joe. Turn one, I popped the fool, no emotional modifier. Turn two, I popped the six of Pentacles. <laughs> and like I shuffled my decks, and people cut them and all that kind of stuff. And like the tarot cards, fool, six of Pentacles. I KO'd his Molecule Man, went back and barriered. Joe gave me a really good fight. I think he probably scored the most amount of points. Um, But, you know, Thanos did what he did and just started mind-controlling his team and started punching his whole team. And it just went from there. Um, And there was a point in this game where I'm like, you know, you should always be friendly to your opponent. uh, Because... Josafa ended his turn, and he was like, can I wildcard the Wonder Woman team ability with the Flash? And I was like, absolutely you can, Josafa. Go ahead. Unfortunately for Josafa, my Hope Summers went, I'm going to copy Outwit and Perplex from Sakarian Iron Man, Outwit Super Senses on the Flash. Um, mm-hmm. It was literally like the next words out of my mouth. Um, <clears throat> so... 
uh, <laughs> it uh, it is it is what it is. But uh, you know, Flash when you can mind control him and then shoot him, uh, you know he's pretty powerful. Now keep in mind, this whole time I have the plus damage coming from the collector on these mind right. controls. Um, this is important story artifact later. Um, but round five, and of course, um, Josafa made it all the way to top sixteen. Um, Josafa was five and one. Uh, 1,275 points. So I was Josafa's, uh, he, that was his only loss in Swiss. Um, so then we go to round six, last round of Swiss. Okay, so round six, I played Robert Bain. Uh, he had the mystical Loki team, He got which he got second with at Nationals. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty, it's a pretty scary team. I mean, I didn't really have, I didn't have no shot of winning map against that, <laughs> obviously. Um, he had so many figures and so much prop. Uh, we kind of went back and forth on on that uh, in the middle of the map. He's killing my pogs. Um, he eventually moved up, and I was able to just uh, to kill one of the ten point Loki's. Uh, and time was called before he was able to make his big push into my starting area, and I, I skipped my on the skin of my teeth, ten to nothing. Right. Yeah, so that was tough. I mean, that was a close one for you, right? Yeah, it was. It was. It was a close one for sure. Right. It sure was. Um, So, at this point, uh, we are running a long day, right? It's our six Mm -hmm. six round. That's six rounds. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I play against Saul. Um, so I had some turns where I could have gotten ahead and there was one turn where the tarot card went against me. He had the plus one super sense card up and he had, um, I also, and then I flipped queen of wands. So Mm -hmm. he had 50, 50 super senses. The only pieces left to KO on his team had super senses. My attack did not land. Um, I don't think he wiped me, uh, but it was very close to not... Uh, it was very close to being that away. My Thanos was able to get out of the the rune. You know, he turned one rune to me. Um, I knocked the Scarlet Witch to her stop click in retaliation. Um... I probably should have went for the KO instead uh, in that case, but I just didn't do it. Um, he won map, I assume? No, I won map. I took him to Eastview Ooh. Park, um, and but he still turned one rune me. He can still turn one rune you on negative zone too, right? So Yeah. Um, just maybe I make it a little bit harder to do. Um but uh, Eastview Park was fine. I mean, I, I was taking points with mind control. You know, I was shooting things. I almost had his um, uh, Sakarian Iron Man um, uh, KO'd. The funny thing is, he never chose Flurry. Uh, so my Hope Summers could not Flurry his Sakarian Iron Man. So prop, props to Saul for that. Um, but I lost that one. And I was getting tired uh, as well. Yeah, it, um, it was a long day. It was a long day. 
I would say my – And then after we're going to play one more round. We now so we're going to play top 32. Um, so, you know, my physical prep, my mental prep had worked out. You know, I still felt good. I was just tired. I don't know of anybody that really yeah. wasn't tired at the end of that day. Um, yeah, I didn't feel bad, but it had been a long day. Right. I think yeah. I was just kind of dehydrated, really, because it was just, it was kind of hot. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of hot natured, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm sitting in there and I'm kind of sweating all day. I didn't drink a whole lot of water, unfortunately, because you know I drink what I have, and then we were busy, right? You know, uh, which by the way, if you're listening to this, the, I've got a Yeti cup from Worlds. Y'all check the Facebook group, claim it if it's yours, if you can prove that it's yours. Um, I'll ship it out to you. Um, but yeah, water was definitely a thing. Uh, we went and got water from Walgreens uh, Friday morning. Mm-hmm. But it still wasn't enough for some folks. I stayed fairly hydrated. I no. was in a good shape. But it was just a long day. Yep. And I also got the, uh, that Saturday morning, I also got the TCB packages fixed for y'all. So yeah, that I, was an entire debacle we haven't talked about, but yes. Um, <laughs> Dan did a lot of work to get that thing. Yeah, so, and again, I apologize for the coughing in y'all's headphones. I, y'all are just, I'm sorry. Um, that was a whole debacle, but, and that was, I was told that that was just chalked up to the the not, the folks not, the folks being new. Um, or, I didn't get the instructions right, I don't know. But again, I, I told someone, um, you know, they were like, man, it sounds like you've really had a problem with this. And I'm like, I get it. You know, I worked retail uh, starting out my career out of high school. So, like, it's fine. I get it. It was a debacle, though. Um, so yeah. we, we went into the top 32. I was 16th seed, um, which always yeah. puts me into the hardest matchup in top 16. Because I have to play, if I win my top 32, I have to play the number one seed. And I did that at Rock Cup in 2018 when I won that world championship, the Rock World Championship. And I had to play Tyler in top 16. Mm-hmm. And in this case, you'll find out here in a second. Because, Jason, who did you play in top 32? Okay, so top 32. Here I am. I'm 6-0. Oh. Didn't give up any points. I, I did not think that I was going to be sitting here in this position. I'm I'm third seed. Right. So another day. I so Jason, I tell you what my thought was at this point, and like I, I was, I I was obviously very confident in your ability to play this team. Um. And I was very confident in you. I think, though, in the back of my head, my thought was, I was like, at the beginning of it, I was like, I sure hope Jason just doesn't run into a bunch of zero zeros. And right. I was like, if well, Jason... They're much more deadly than... <laughs> right. They're, they're, I mean, because in Swiss rounds, right? I'm just like, Jason avoided yeah. the zero zeros. Jason scored points. Mm-hmm. I'm like... Mm-hmm. I, I I'll say this, Jason. I yeah, I know that you I, you you posted your thank you post and all of your and all of us the you know had faith in you on on the team here, but yeah, Jason, we did. We had faith in your ability to pilot the tripocalypse. Um, so I can say this, uh, you know, whatever. Stroke your ego. 
Jason, I am very proud of you for how you piloted the team. You did, you Thank played you. the team how you were supposed to play it. All except for one game. Yeah. Except for the top, <laughs> right, except for the top four, but we're not quite there yet, so. Yeah. Um, yeah I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I played Adam Friedman. Yeah, right. You know what, uh, Team champ, like twenty twenty, was it twenty twenty one that he won? Uh, uh, so the world that we did. So he he won twenty twenty nineteen WizKids Worlds. He's a WizKids yeah. national champion. He was the online yeah. national and world champion uh, for the Rock. Yeah, essentially sponsored by WizKids yep. or whatever. Um, but yep. obviously Adams, you know, top tier yep. player. So yep. I enjoy playing Adam. He's always talking stuff out. I, I enjoy. I played him a few times now between online and that. I always like having playing Adam. Uh, so he's playing the Legacy Apocalypse Ruler Team. Wait. Again. So hold on. So you played. Oh. So you played the by Legacy mm-hmm. the Ruler Team. Legacy. Yeah, like Apoc Annihilation, then Apoc Doom, then your Thanos build. Then Apoc Annihilation, then the Loki Mystical Blackheart team, and now Apoc uh, Doom again. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. So how did so, that go? So, 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 so here we are. So now this is this is the seventh game, our seventh round of the day. Basically, I have faced uh, like three. <laughs> this is my third former, or I'm sorry, fourth former champion that I've that I've played, and a national finalist runner up. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. so I've, I've had a pretty tough schedule at this point, I guess. Um, so he won that. We go to negative zone. He is playing DJ Doom with a time platform, of course. Uh, Scarab, Mad Jim, Venom Mags, Legacy Apocalypse. So I try to move up to the middle of the map. He's he's in the starting area. He's got enough barrier. He's using Apoc at the front to body block. And then he can mastermind off, and he's using the Mad Gems barrier to keep them from getting attacked on the side. And I've moved up. I probably didn't move up fast. I, I, sh- I should have probably just, at the beginning of those games, just moved to the damn middle of the map, just like turn two. I should have just made a bunch of pause, and then turn two, just move up. And I waited a couple turns too long, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just being too conservative, uh, probably in hindsight. Uh, I had damaged... He is doomed about halfway down. He was on his back half of his uh, dial. Apoc had taken three or four clicks of damage at this point. Uh, but I couldn't get in to get Mad Jim or Scarab or Magneto. Because he kept the barrier and I couldn't get enough shots in to, to break down the barrier. Mm-hmm. And then still get in there. Uh, so we go to a 0-0. Zero, zero. Well, it's a roll off because it didn't talk to it. So we go, we roll off, he rolls a six, I roll a seven. I escape again. <laughs> oh, that blows my mind. I just, uh, it's, it, it is what it is, right? <laughs> it's better to be right. better to be lucky than good, right? I'll always if, if, contend if that gonna, one. Yeah. If you're going to do well in one of these tournaments, you need some luck on your side. And it was definitely with me mm-hmm. <laughs> at this point. So top, yeah, top so. 32... So I play against um, Michael Holloway, longtime supporter of the show, um, and he's playing Collector Doom Thanos with Star Sapphire, um, and 
I, I'll be honest, I won this one by the skin of my teeth. Um, Mike and I spend the early part of the game going after each other's uh, Thanos. And we quickly realize that that's not the play. It's not the play. And uh, um, so he KOs my Molecule Man and my Star Sapphire and eventually KOs my collector. So I'm down to Thanos and Hope. So I KO'd his Star Sapphire immediately, so I go straight after his Doom. I end up KOing his Doom. He mind controls my Thanos to shoot my Hope, and I roll Super Senses on Hope. Oh, I'm sorry, on Thanos. Um... So that's I, I won that one by the skin of my teeth, basically. Um, I won map, so if I think if I had to approach that one differently, I would go straight more straightforward for the doom. Uh, it was a long day, of course. My barrier placement wasn't perfect, and mm-hmm. um, Michael took advantage of that. Um, and then with the collector bonuses thing, you know, it was a big deal, right? Like I mean, because you know we were bumping up each other's damage a lot. Um, but I ended that one with Thanos and Collector a lot, or Thanos and Hope alive on my team versus his Thanos and Collector. So I scored just about fifteen more points. It was twenty more points because I still had my cloak and he didn't have any equipment. Um, you know, and he didn't. He started with Annihilating Conqueror, uh, so he didn't have a time platform. Um, okay. So not that he could have, because you I mean the time platform time platform one doesn't have um, ruler, so he went for the cosmic mm-hmm. version of that. So uh, if he had a time platform, um, he may have very well won. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, I thought my hope with Adam was maybe if he was gonna just mess up and bust the time platform, <laughs> I was gonna get points, but. Of course, he's better than that, so that didn't happen. Yeah, he actually started with Prisoner of Doom. He actually started with Prisoner? Yeah. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's what he's been doing, apparently. Yeah. That's not, I mean, that's different, <laughs> right? I mean, that's not a bad play. Yeah. I mean, I can't, that's not a bad no. one, so. No, uh, did he swap in the DJ? Mm-hmm, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, he, he didn't have dice. He didn't have a dice replacement. Yeah. Gotcha. So mm-hmm. we end our top 32 day. Uh, we're both in the top 16. We go eat at Marlowe's. We shut them down. Yep. The the yep. waitress is telling her how telling us how busy we she's been all weekend. Um, we had yep. we had quite the hoot and hollering at uh, at supper. Um, <laughs> and we go to bed and wake up and ready to go to top 16. Um, yep. So, top 16, you face Easton Brock. Easton Brock, another former champ. Yeah, another top tier player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, I was, you know, I always like playing Easton. Easton's a good dude. Uh, he wins map. So, here we are. Uh, but he went and took me to, uh, Krakoan Garden, the map I would have chose anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, he's playing the, uh, Apocalypse Annihilation Ruler team. So there's, a, there's that one again. Um, and Easton's uh, killing my pogs left and right. Um, and it really just came a battle between the pogs for the most part. 
Um, he didn't get to hit me with the uh, with the in cap card. He came up at the wrong time. I flipped the fool. That kept it from being a problem. Um, and it went zero zero. I, I kept trying to get back to his uh, to his back line there, but he was good and efficient at, at knocking my pogs out. Um, and uh, yeah, so we roll off. Uh, we decided we were going to do it at the same time. We count down one, two, three. I roll. Crit hit. Uh, Eastern rolled a nine. <laughs> right. So that was a huge. Uh, so, yeah. That was a huge, huge thing, right? I mean. Oh yeah, yeah. I just I looked down and saw and saw two uh, uh, Infinity Gauntlets fall, and I was just I don't know. I was shocked. Right. Um, so I, I escaped again mm-hmm. uh, into the top eight. <laughs> so, you know, I was talking about. So I'll say this: the top sixteen. So I get told at the start of the morning that they're going to reverse the collector ruling about the plus one damage. So we start okay. out the top 16 and they have this huge discussion amongst all the judges about um, what they're going to do with the ruling. And they decide to just keep it the same. So I'm very thankful that they did that. Um, I think that's the most positive outcome for mm-hmm. uh, the community. Um, sounds like that collector ruling is probably going to change uh, here soon. So um, more to come on that. If you see it, you'll know it was because of worlds. Um, so anyway, so that caused a little bit of a kerfluffle, uh, obviously, but again, it was, it was, um, solved satisfactorily, right? Um, right. I have to play Isaac in top 16. Um, Isaac mm-hmm. play test with Scott Crampton. Scott Crampton's right, playing, playing your team. who's played. We've traded Thanos teams back and forth all year. Isaac wins map. He has Chase Beast, a couple of maggots. There's nothing I can do. I mean, there is a few. There's there is I think two things I could have done differently. Do I think that it would have? made a statistically significant difference no no unfortunately not so isaac wipes me fairly succinctly um i could have get like i said i could have done two things differently um with the mind controls to maybe have given myself a better chance but i have an attack on his beast and it just misses Mm-hmm. It just misses. Nothing I can do about it. It just misses. So, yeah, uh, he didn't even have to use his prop. So, you know, at that point, I'm like, you know, Beast is going to stick around another turn. Uh, of course, on his alpha, he rolls the one or two. He gets the power cosmic on Beast. Um, you know, because if he doesn't, you know, then I can outwit his outwit with hope. And it becomes more of a game at that point. But it ended up just not being one, basically. Um, Beast and Maggots and all this other stuff. Uh, And Jubilee, right? So the hardest thing, the hardest matchup is X-Men from uh, Thanos. I get knocked out. 
Um, so I ended up somewhere between 9th and 16th. Um, my day is over. I'm not displeased with my run, um, given the circumstances of the day going into top six, going into the sixth round, and then the RNG basically of what I ran into in the top 16, right? So if I had been on the other side of the bracket, you know, it had been a little bit different. I may have ran into you sooner. Uh, but if I had scored mm-hmm. a little bit more points or a little bit less points, you know, it would have made a huge difference in my matchups. Right. So, you know, at the end of the day, I ran into what I ran into. Isaac's obviously one of the best players that's ever played the game at a young 17 years old. Uh, so I, I couldn't run. I can't run versus Jubilee. I can't. You know, Scott played him and got like 40 points uh, in top four. So, you know, Scott played, got a little bit better, but Scott didn't beat him either. So, it just kind of is what it is. So, you make it into top eight. Yep, I make it top eight. And I'm playing Wes Summers, who's playing Fantastic Four. But she's played Fantastic Four for quite some time. He, you know, he knows what to do with it. Um, he won map. Uh, so uh, we're on. Uh, oh, well, I forget what map it is. I forget what the map is now. Uh, Latveria. Um, yeah. And actually, I thought he was going to come across at me with the leech because he had he had leech on the team. He had already um, the double uh, double watchaw, Valeria, uh, Valeria. Thing, Franklin, uh, maybe missing something else. Uh, so I had my apox in the corner, I body blocked with my paws, try to keep him from getting adjacent to me. Um, he didn't do that. He moved into another part of the map. He was setting up for a mind control with Hardy. So um, he gets it set up. He throws the mind control two of my apox. I wrote shape change on the first one. Uh, second one, he's able to mind control. I missed the shape change. He goes to move him out. There's nowhere to go. I had I had enough pogs out, and in the blocking terrain, I was able. To, he couldn't move my pocket to any legal square. So, um, he uh, we have. I come out with a pog, shoot some stuff, um, misplace my pog one square too far forward. He's able to do it again. This time, he actually gets the pog out into the middle of the map, but. He messed up his placement. Unfortunately, he didn't have the actions to do any kind of damage. Uh, so at this point now, I'm able to get a shot off on Artie and kill Artie and go up 20 to nothing. Um, and then uh, I moved my APOC back into the corner. That was a mistake. He, I, I, wouldn't, I didn't see it coming. He goes lead climb, pulse wave, running shot. With his Franklin to get past my paws and the pulse waves of mob wipes him out, comes in and bases my epox with his leech. Now, I've got one of them double tokens. I could have, I, I, I thought, okay, I can roll great size. Well, I can't roll great size because it's just willpower, so I don't have willpower. So he's stuck. Mm-hmm. I could have moved the other two away. I was trying, I was trying to puzzle out some way to get out of this. Um, I had damaged lockjaw. 
at one point earlier, uh, but I didn't have enough to get through two of them uh, with no powers. Um, and I move. Was was I Leech move. was Leech adjacent to both Lockjaws? Yes, yes, he was. Yep. Yeah, he had. If he only been adjacent to one, I could have just killed him. Right. Uh, I could have just double targeted him. Uh, but that was not the case. He had both of them, so there was I couldn't I couldn't get anything out of it. Um, I went up moving one away. I think I made an attack. Um, pass turn. They call time. I win. Yeah. So but that was a fan, it was a great game. Probably probably my toughest game of the whole tournament. I think at that point. Uh, he played great, super fun. I was I was pretty I was pretty scared there at the end, but I got away with it. Right. So, so maybe he should have been a tad bit more aggressive on doing that play. Yeah, he probably should have just came in with it to start with. Yeah. Now I have a, if if I if I hadn't been double tokened on the apocalypse on the one, I just run away, right? Which should have stuck in my head more. <laughs> right. But, yeah, you could probably run away. And survive another turn with just masterminding, you know, manipulating the mastermind. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. But you know, so at this so at this point, I'm like nine and zero. I haven't given up any points at uh, during the tournament. I'm I'm toasted at this point. Like that game really took it out of me. Like my mouth had gotten just completely dry at one point, and Adam Friedman was nice enough to go get me a bottle of water. Uh, so thank you, Adam. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm just wasted at this point. Uh, so now we get down, play top four, and I get to play Saul. And first Scarlet Witch I've seen all tournament. Mm-hmm. And I needed to win map real bad here. I rolled a four. That's the only, that's the only game I had actually had a bonus against somebody to win map. Right. And roll a four, and he wins map. <laughs> And we go to Otherworld Castle, and he's—I haven't played against the Scarlet Witch Angler setup, right? Um, so he first turn ruins me, which, and then on my turn, I flip the Nine of Swords. So that's the card where you have Precision Strike—you can't, ev- you can't evade mm-hmm. uh, the attack. So I let that. Uh, I let that probably get in my head too much. I was like, "This is the this is my chance to try to go in here and kill," and and, and again, like knock Scarlet Scarlet Witch to her stock. Like I feel like I have to kill Scarlet Witch to be able to win this game. Right. That's what's in my head. Like, and I guess what I should have done was just go in and attack with my with two deaths that I had available to attack with, and then just I don't know. I didn't move the Apox out of the way. I don't know if I thought he had enough damage to kill both of them when he came down. I didn't realize, I guess, that he was going to have the enhancement. And then he wrote a crit hit on me, too, um, in the middle of that. But also, that map, he can, he can just ping-pong that Scarlet Witch for free. Mm-hmm. Well, he has a free TK with Magneto. He's got all that blocking there. Um, and she just gets to move around that map so easy for free and then ruin you again. Right. Uh so, you know, I guess that was probably the wrong – I mean, I guess what I did was the wrong play, obviously. I, I should I, I outwitted her shape change and then went in with two attacks. I had three probs. I wound up hitting one. I missed the other. Um, so I had knocked her down partway. Uh, I, and he wound up being up. He wound up killing two APOCs. I still had one. I thought – and then I, I had another play to kill her twice, and he rolled out of it both times. 
and you know was able to ruin my other eight pocket and flurry with um, Saki, and that was that. I'm done. Got white. He wrecked me. <laughs> oh well, you're not dumb. You you played against the same thing for nine rounds and then played against something different finally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they, you know, I mean, I think if I moved I and mean, he still probably gets them, like, like at, at least one, if not two of them, because he, he has so much free movement to bounce around mm-hmm. on that map. And I, if, if I was coming out away from it, I'm coming right down into the middle of where, Saki and Jubilee are already are, right? Right. Uh, losing the losing the map roll was big because that gave him Jubilee on top of the map. Right. Uh, I probably still a lot better chance had I won map, um, but you know, I probably should have just tacked twice and moved both of them away. I don't know that that would have won me the game. I think I still probably lost even after that, but I don't know. Anyway, I'm I was done. That was it. That was right. my crazy run to third place, I guess. All right, so I got uh, a question for you. Mm-hmm. Not, do you think APOC needs a change? Do I think APOC needs a change? I don't know. I like he. Okay, I scored. I probably. I I went nine rounds without giving up any points. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, you know... I'm not, asking, I'm, not, I'm not asking you if you think that if APOC, what the change should be, if there is one. Do you think that APOC needs a change at this point? Probably. Okay. That's fair. Uh, it's either that. It's, it's either that, or like people just have to change their builds for it. I don't know. I don't know if. I know a lot of people feel like it does need a change, but I don't know. You know, if uh, I, you know, I guess there were what three triple A pot teams in the tournament. I guess was all there was. So Anthony um, Barnstable has a specific question for you related to that, Jason. Why do you think so mm-hmm. few people played the same team as you? Well, I'm going to say uh, cost to acquire was probably one reason why. Because uh, the legacy card is very expensive. The figure itself is very expensive. It's a legacy figure. They're not just something you pull out of a booster. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, it's a point denial team. Like I don't think people, for the most part, want to play point denial teams. Mm-hmm. I don't normally play point in denial teams, but, but you know. Do you remember what you told me? What? I'm... Like, so you had been playing Switch and Flashes and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. And I'm going to paraphrase you, and you can correct me where I'm wrong here. But you said that you were tired of playing little piddly shit that just keeps getting mm-hmm. picked, that keeps getting picked off. And, yeah, it, and, it co- right. and it comes down to a uh, hundred to seventy loss, sort of thing. Yeah, or so, yeah, something like that. I mean, I was tired of like Thanos, like a, you know, mind controlling my characters and killing them off to just at the drop of a hat or what have you. Uh, I was just, I was, I was just tired of that. Like, 
I wanted something that was sturdy and I found it. Um, I mean, and I don't know, going out and getting those things, like for me, I, that's kind of my second hobby. It's just trading shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I just like the, I just like the trading aspect of, of what we do too. So, I mean, I went out and acquired those and I got lucky on buying one real cheap and then, uh, I was able to trade a bunch of, uh, you know, like OP stuff for one and a card and, I, you know, I got I got them pretty. I got them fairly easily and fairly cheaply, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I, they were hard. They're, they're they're hard to get. I don't think people was gonna. Most people weren't gonna go out and get three of them. It's it's hard to do. It's expensive to do for a lot of people. Right. And plus, they, I think it's just, it's the type of team it is. People don't, for the most part, enjoy that type of team. Right. I don't think I liked playing it. Like you know, I didn't I didn't find it to be overly mentally tech. You know, you know, like. Taxing for the most part is it's uh, I don't know I like playing pogs mm-hmm. I never really got to play a pog team for the most part right um, so it scratched that itch and I think it's you know I think it's why because it's a point in our team that people don't like to play those types and it's just hard to acquire the stuff right um, yeah no do, were you surprised that the other two tripod teams didn't do as well. Um, yeah, I'm surprised Desperate didn't do as well with it as and didn't make he didn't make cut. Right. Um, I don't know who played. I don't know who played. Yeah, it Barnes Table mentioned that two other players played it. Uh, we know Esbrook was one. I'm not so sure who the other one is. Uh, I think he got close to making cut. Um, I didn't think I'd make cut. I didn't walk in there that morning thinking I was going to make cut. Everybody's talking about, well, you know, they don't want to face this team, blah, blah. You know, Dial H decided they wanted to do an interview with them. Everybody was telling them that's what they didn't want to play. Mm-hmm. You know, I did not walk in there thinking I'm going to walk in here and go and make top cut, much less go undefeated and give up zero points. That right. was not in my mind at all. Right, right. You know, I... I I'm just I'm shocked at what I did really to be honest. Yeah, I was gonna see if um, anybody else. Um, I was gonna see if anyone else had, if I could just see here from the Dial H stuff. Uh, one guy played a uh, 300 point God Emperor Doom, by the way. Oh yeah, props uh, to that guy. Yeah, um, I kind of want to go see what he uh, what he uh, placed as. Oh, how, how did Malcolm and the Double Airwalkers wind up doing? Um, I don't have that up on my screen right now because I'm looking through the pictures for the other Tripocalypse player. Um, yeah, and, and I may miss it here going through regular quickly, but uh, like, is, have anybody else ever had WizKids tweet out that their team lost in a tournament and celebrate that they went down? Cause I did. <laughs> uh, yeah, this Wiz Kids did did indeed tweet that about you. Uh, yeah, that uh, that was a nice. That was fun. Right. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that uh, that did happen. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It, it was a crazy weekend. I'm still like soaking it in. Right. 
Right. Like, uh, if I if I hadn't done so well with it, would people be bitching about APOC as much as they are? I don't know. Probably, but probably. I mean, not. and plus there was so many of the single APOCs being played too. Yeah. In, in the top thirty-two slash sixteen. Um. Yeah, there was a lot of them. There was what? Was there four APOCs in top sixteen? Is that what there was? Um. Well, you, I think maybe, yeah, there was four of the teams. I mean, yeah, four teams. I don't count my three as just being multiple, but yeah. Right. Four, uh, four eight-pop teams, I'm which isn't a horrible thing, I don't think. Um, right. I don't see yet the other tripod. There's somebody, okay, so someone played 300-point apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was... Another variant. Um, you know what? Uh, there is a lot of um, there. There was a lot of Thanos, Jason. Yeah, there was a lot of Thanos too. Yeah, mm-hmm. which yeah. I mean, I expected that. Right. Um, I think that APOC, that single APOC ruler team, was probably the. I mean, I'm guessing that was the most played team of the of the day. I'm assuming. I I am but, seeing quite. I'm I'm not like someone was going to do some math on it. Um, and, um, but, uh, just like every time I looked at, I sat at a table and looked up and down, I just saw APOC. All right. So there's Matt S. Brooks team. I'm seeing, there was a lot of single APOCs out there. Um, I'm. Yeah, there was a lot. I, I mean. Uh, Jason, there's Jason. Okay, there's you. Um, oh man, someone played Thanos, Sakarian Iron Man, the Commissioner, and Mad Jim Jaspers. Props to Andrew Wilson. Um, let's see. Hold on, I'm just still, I'm just still perusing here to see while we're just talking if I can find the other. Um, Tripoc team, they got a lot of the the build. Someone played a hundred and fifty point Scarlet Witch. Oh, right. Um, so I mean, it's like now, it's, I don't know. I don't know how much Scarlet Witch got played, but whatever amount it was, it was probably wasn't enough. Yeah, I can. I tend to agree with that. Um, you know, but here's the thing: like people just play random uh, the stuff you can't plan for. You know, right? And mm-hmm. there's just nothing you can. There's just no way to plan for it. Like, I mean, like I guess at some point we would have said, yeah, you need to have some sort of plan versus 150 point Scarlet Witch. But uh, I can't find the other Tripoc. I do see the big, the big 300 point Apoc, but um, um, I don't see the. Uh, I, I don't see another Tripoc. Um, yeah, so. you're always going to have those rogue builds, though, I think. I mean, you're always going to have that. Right. Like that Merlin one in silver, right? Like, it almost it almost did me in because it was just that hard to play against. Um, right. So, uh, Jay Watts, uh, you know, we talked about kind of our hardest game um, throughout the event. Um, and the, the question to us, the uh, question to me, am I still going to be playing Thanos? And I would say the answer to that is probably. 
Um, but we have the uh, Exosword Slop to review for Constructed, the new Tarot cards for some, from Slop, and then Avengers Forever is coming up right around the corner. Now, mm-hmm. if all of that should be legal before Florida, um, I don't know. I have to see. Uh, and then we have to see when the collector ruling comes out. If, mm-hmm. if and when the collector ruling comes out. And if yeah. or when, between now and Florida, APOC is changed. So the question for you, Jason... What about will you play the three Apocs ever again? Nope, I'm done. That was it. I've already got rid of two of them. Uh, I'm not. I'm not playing it again. Uh, that was that. Was, I mean, I like. I liked playing it. I enjoyed playing it. Um, but I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going back. I'm already looking at other stuff. Um, I want to play something with hope. Uh, maybe uh, Op Saturn Nine. I, I probably would have played if, if if month one had been legal. I would have played some kind of Saturn nineteen at board. Right. But um, yeah, so Peter Marshfield asked, "Do you think the prize Saturnine is being underrated for her ability to swap her tarot deck around?" Um, that's not why you play Paris Saturnine. Um, and that's a great bonus for playing her, but that's not why you're playing her. Yeah, spoiler alert: it's because she can uh, do the dice total thing. Uh, and she's not. Yeah, she can. She can manipulate the attack total. Right. Uh, she's not unique and it's board wide. Yep. Exactly. So, but, um, can we just can we just go ahead and say that we can go ahead and start hi- uh, We're going to go ahead and start hyping slash bitching about Price Saturnine now, um, as a spoiler for the set review. I mean. Like I don't think people. I, mean, I haven't heard. I haven't heard a bunch of people talking about her. But from the time I've got her in my hand at Gen Con, in the Exo Swords event, like I knew this, she was going to be good. Yeah. Like, I don't think people were paying attention, but right. I, I'm sure that word has gotten out at this point. But yeah, she's she's real good. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So uh, maybe too good. Maybe. We'll see. She certainly seems really good. Um, but um, is the must-have Prime now Mad Jim? Or is there still flexibility between him and Destroyer? <clears throat> I mean, I sure. My Destroyer only got to come out one game. Oh, yeah. And, yeah speaking of Destroyer... Like I cut Destroyer from my team. I originally had Destroyer on the team, uh, so thanks to Jack Smith and Paul Cote and As for like talking to me about it, we and I decided it was just a better idea just to drop. Right, and Destroyer. that and that conversation we had basically at uh, breakfast at McDonald's. Yeah, I mean he was he he helped when he would come out, but like he doesn't help. But he's more of a liability at that point than he is a help. Right. He wasn't winning me the games. It was just like a win more, maybe scenario, right? Or potentially lose, I, I don't know. right? Well, yeah, it did, yeah, it definitely more potentially lose, maybe. Um, so I, you know, I think it was the right decision to drop him, right? Uh, yeah, but yeah. So Peter, I, 
Mad Jim is definitely you, Mad Jim's definitely high on my list. I think you can still play Destroyer, like especially still, with the. I still think you can. I don't think you have to play Mad Jim, but no. I think you very much consider playing Mad Jim over just trying to play a Destroyer. Yeah, Mad Jim's gonna going forward. It's gonna have a lot more utility than he does now. That's right. Um, I agree. So, I mean, I'll probably. Just, probably look at playing him more I mean Mad Jim myself yeah I agree yeah um so I would say what build surprised you the most each in the constructed event um I would say Saul's team yeah was not surprising because Tyler had worked on the full map reach Scarlet um, I would say now that doesn't mean I'm taking credit away from Saul or anything. Saul's team was a very well constructed, very well thought out, very good team that we did not make or were close to making. Um, but full map rune was on our mind, so I wasn't really surprised that a full map rune won. Um, but what build surprised me the most? Um, that did well? Uh, I don't know. That doesn't surprise me, I don't think. I don't like. think so. Um, to be honest, Peter, like, I mean, we saw so much of the ruler team. We saw so much Thanos. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Isaac playing X-Men was not a huge surprise. Um, you know, the... Um, I would say what uh, there was a component that surprised me more than anything, the unthemed X swap version of on Saul's and Az's team, and the mm-hmm. fact that they were able to go to the Jubilee map uh, more often than they were you figured they would have been able to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, unthemed is one world and nationals this year, so. I mean, is, is is a theme team really the answer? But it's not. Probably, because statistically it didn't win. But the other, like in in worlds, the other seven teams were theme teams. So maybe there is a yeah, bi- well, maybe, maybe there is a bit of experimentation to be had about yeah, I think so. maybe there's some you know. There's some experimentation think, to be had with um, uh, un, uh, oh, with unthemed. I mean, Saul's undefeated for the entire tournament. Yeah, I get it. I don't know if Isaac. I guess I was Isaac undefeated all the time at Nats. I assume he was. I, I don't know. Isaac was undefeated um, the whole time at Nats, and he was the undefeated the whole time at Worlds until the end. So, mm-hmm. um, I was going to look and see. Um, I mean, unthemed team is not is not just necessarily a wrong thing to do. Right. I, mean, I think yeah. we got we got into such a mode where you gotta play theme, gotta play theme. I don't think that's the case anymore. Right. But it has to be the problem is is that like Saul's team is not easy to acquire. You know what it's, I mean? It is an expensive team. Right. Mm-hmm. So I mean it's got Scarlet Witch, it had Saki, it had Mad Jim, it had a full list of 
things of equipment. Of equipment. Mm-hmm. It had Faust. Faust is not cheap. It had Venom Magnet. Venom Magnet. It had the Deadpool. Yeah. It had literally every expensive piece that you could think of. Uh, Over any of those, were any of those teams cheap and top? No, no. Thanos. I mean, Thanos. Well, yeah. I mean, that was definitely the cheapest one for sure. Right. So, like, if I'm looking, you know, I mean, Saul's team. I'm looking at it here. It had so many expensive things that it's going to be hard for somebody to play that in real life. Um, like I'm looking at those other build sheets. They didn't have. They maybe had one expensive teeth, one expensive piece. They didn't have a team full of expensive pieces. Um, you know, Isaac's team had Venom Wolverine, uh, Venom Magneto, Beast. Jubilee, yeah, Beast. Beast Destroyer. Uh, maggots aren't cheap. Maggots aren't cheap. That's right. You know, maybe it was as his team is pretty high because he had a bunch of expensive stuff, including a Venom Magneto. Uh, Mike Eskew's team had all the dooms on it. Um, Masu's team was Latveria. Uh, it has the dooms, the Sky Tyrant, uh, flashes, the flashes, the Spirit of the Game Pog. Um, you know, Wes's team maybe. I don't know. Wes's team, I think, one of the cheaper ones, probably. Yeah, yeah. but it's not. It's not cheaper than Thanos. No, because it still has a ton of pieces with all that sideline. Right, because yeah. It, yeah, it has, you know, High Evolutionary is not particularly cheap. Uh, the two Lockjaws mm-hmm. aren't cheap. It has the Chase Human Torch. Leech is not cheap. Um, yeah, and Chase Valeria. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the Ruler team, um, every, Josafa and Saul were the only two teams in the top 16 that were Unthemed, and just off as like he's all the time playing unthemed teams, right? That's That's true. So that's his his bread and butter. Um, and one other note, um, at this point, uh, because shout out to Lionel Clark. Oh yeah, Um, the animal team. It's almost and I, I, I and I promised I wouldn't give Tyler a hard time because of the circumstances in which he was unable to attend Worlds. But it's almost like we told him, move high evolutionary to top to 40 points, yeah. and you'll be good to go. And he didn't do it. And he just didn't do it. Lionel did. Animal theme, team plus seven. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Um, top 16, yeah. But that team's not cheap. Spider-Ham, high evolutionary prime, three maggots, two lock jaws, um, and the emotional mm-hmm. modifier. He also had Muramasa, but Muramasa is the cheapest point on that team. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, I guess the point I'm trying to make here with all this is the unthemed team is fine, but it also includes a bunch of expensive shit on it. Yeah. You know? So, I, I don't know what, what folks want. It, the meta is really expensive right now. Um. All right. Mm-hmm. So, let's... Uh, uh, we answered so Peter has two more questions for us to answer um, do you think there's more potential for lantern teams uh, you know I get it we have we, we don't know yet I mean we got to see the dials and Batman team up uh, to be determined yeah to be it's, determined. it's gonna depend on that I you know I appreciate that I, there's hope I guess there's hope that it's gonna be that way yeah um, and then is there potential with the plastic man and his objects in modern or silver? 
Um, yes. Oddly enough, it's, yeah. it's another thing that we get to hype slash bitch about starting really soon. <laughs> I've been looking at him. I've been looking at him for the last few days. Right. And you know what we say? Yeah. Bitch, we say bitch about it, but uh, I, I really, I, I'm more hyped about it than anything. Um, just to be clear, so um, you know, uh, we typically don't bitch about stuff too much. Um, we just play it these days. But uh, so, I guess it just depends on your perspective as the listener, whether you think we're hyping it or bitching about it. I suppose. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, that it's real good real good i was looking at them here it's the uh um the nifty traffic barrel i was i wanted i wanted yeah. to make sure i got out of uh, worlds winning those prizes and oh I yeah i was super happy to get those i was glad they put those down in battle royal that was fantastic right nifty traffic barrel nifty barricade traffic cone too um, they don't have the traffic cone in, in on which one does it do? Uh, hold on, I'll tell you. I've got it uh, right over here near me here. Uh, I think it gives minus two speed. Uh, oh, traffic cone. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Indestructible and mobile uh, characters to start. Uh, within four squares, modify speed minus two. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't think that'll be. That's not as bad as you can't use improved movement adjacent. To no, but it still it, it, it still mess you up though. Right. Like uh, if you need those squares of movement. I agree, and the fact that you can just play those by themselves is a big deal. Yeah, this is like three points. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why we're in oddball points again like that. Right. Well, I think the big thing is the barricade is three points. And, um, gosh, what was the other one I just said? Uh, the barrel. Uh, was it the barrel? Hold on. Let me, yeah. just, let me just pull it back up. They, they equal 10, I think. Um, yeah, the traffic barrel. Traffic, traffic barrel is, yeah. sorry, traffic barrel is five. And then the barricade is three. So for eight points, uh, you can maybe not be approached unless they have super strength. So maybe we see a little bit return of Bishop Bubble Bubble Barrel, uh, Bubbly teams, right? Yeah, maybe. So uh, lots more to talk about on that though. That is another. This is going to be a four-hour episode, so which is fine, but. Um, Jason, was there anything else you wanted to talk about with Worlds? We did talk about the steakhouse last um, night, so um, okay, the Grecian steakhouse. Um, oh yeah, that fish was fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, ate a, I, I ate a shit ton of that. It was good. Right. Yeah, in Dyersburg, Dyersburg, Tennessee. Yeah. So yeah, um, no one else yeah. is going to probably ever go there uh, that listens to the podcasts. But uh, if I, they... I would, I would, I would, I would go back five stars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um i don't know i, I guess um i just want to say like if, if you get a chance to go to worlds you should go it's a great time um i'm sorry i didn't get to have more time to just hang out and talk to people 
uh, you know, I got all caught up in playing world and then going deep. So then I was trying to get my rest. We were playing late. And um, so I didn't get to like socialize as much as I would have liked to or thought I was going to get to uh, because of that. So, but everybody I did said hi uh, and, and um, totally enjoyed the podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, and everybody that, uh, you know, cheered me on uh, during the tournament. Um, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Like Mike Eskew, man, he was like, he was keeping my energy up all, all, all day. He was ticking in with me. I, I really appreciate that. That uh, that helped me a lot. Um, it uh, it was it's a good time. So if you get to go, go. Uh, you'll you'll not you won't regret it for sure. Right. And thanks to Whiskey for putting it on and doing all the hard work. Um, uh, we needed it. Yes, we did. We did. Um. So yeah, I mean, and again, you know, thank thanks everybody for coming up, giving us feedback. Um, you know, we got to have some really great conversations with a lot of folks and, you know, with, with that, with that kind of feedback, you know, it really makes this kind of thing, um, worth doing, right? It makes it worth doing whenever I've had a cold all week. So, yeah, uh, Uh, I always appreciate somebody telling me that they enjoyed listening. That that, that just feels good. I I like it. Um, I'm glad somebody enjoys what we're doing. Right. So, um, I, I did get one thing to feedback to work on, and it is to sound more excited. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to be able to do my best. I'm going to try to uh, change my tone and inflection, work on improving that. Um, and uh, I, we did, uh, you'll have to tell Gosselman, I don't know if you were there for that, Jason, but someone said that uh, mm-hmm. they missed they missed Gosselman. Um, mm mm-hmm. Uh, cursing a lot basically well i, I, I try to fill that gap in um <laughs> yeah. but i probably just don't do enough right uh, but yeah i'll definitely tell him for sure yeah yeah so um but uh, maybe we need to do that episode one idea uh uh soon with yeah David, so. that would be good yeah david's birthday is tomorrow wish him a happy birthday yeah right uh, yeah so I, i'm planning on trying to get this up saturday so you're right. It's a be a good time to yep. do that. So Thanks. Yep. But um yeah, so you know, thanks everybody for um all the great feedback. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um and uh thanks everybody for listening to Clicks Off today. We'll talk to y'all next time. Later. <laughs>